everybody and welcome to episode 605 of Conversation Street. I'm Michael. I'm Gemma. And we are going to be talking about the episodes of Curry shown between the 4th and the 8th of December 2023 today. That is episodes 11,127 to 11,132. Happy nearly Christmas everybody. Early December. Did we, oh we did the It's Christmas talk last week didn't we? Because we, we, we got our advent calendar, I got my Christmas jumpers on. Yeah. It's still nearly Christmas, but I guess it's closer now than it was before. Yep. Did we talk about the fact that we had a new podcast cover last week? I completely forgot what we a talked about. podcast cover? No. Yeah, you know, a little... No. You've got a nice gold no. duck for Christmas. You do, do you not want to talk about this? Art you got plenty Huh? Yeah? Art. Art, yes, yes. yes. We, we do. All right, oh, we won't talk about it then if you don't want to. If you just want to get on with the podcast. Um, anything you want to say? <laughs> so you okay? Um, well, I will. Then. I, I, you, you got your quiz, but I got some other things to talk about first because this is the time of year for Corrie's birthday. Happy birthday, Corrie, this week, by the way. Where Rebecca sends us her podcast stats for the year. Eh? Yeah, eh? that's better podcast statage. Cool. Everybody loves this. Yeah, well, a little bit anyway. What? What? Okay. What do? You're just making out I don't care about it. I no, do care. I, I know it's very interesting. We Thank talked about you, it the Rebecca. other day. Rebecca has been um, keeping tabs for the last few years over um, all our weekly scores Rebecca's and characters like a of the week. Elf. She's she's our archivist, isn't she? Yeah, she is. We've got our own. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. We, we don't pay her. But, um, no. Happy Christmas. <laughs> don't pay ourselves. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I just thought it'd be interesting um, to to see how we've been going. Did you know, Gemma, that your average score for the past um, year or so on Coronation Street was 3.6 out of 5. And mine That's was right. 3.3 3 out of 5. This so is... you've, you've been more generous than me this year. But this is like when we do our... We have our film database that we don't fill out because you never go to the cinema anymore. Yeah, but we've been to the cinema about five times this year and I haven't filled out our, our database at all. But my score is always higher than yours because you're so critical and horrible. I, I, I am, I am. I've got, harshest, I've got higher standards than you, that's all. Um, but mine was no largely unchanged from last year. Like what, what Rebecca sent us is that, that all of the scores added up for the year. And um, there was, I think this year I scored at 172 and last year I scored at 173 out of a possible 260. Consistent. So I'm fairly consistent. Or maybe I'm just not original enough. I think you went up this year. So you've been enjoying this year's Coro better than the last one. I love months, it when people apparently. get MND. It's it's been it, that story has been pretty good. I'm not saying we'd be able to find out ourselves in a week because the Conversation Street Awards will have um, launched by this time next week. Won't they? We'll be able to see. It. Although we don't have an early look to see how the scores are going, we never have a sneaky peek. But yeah, keep an eye out for that, everybody. We will be launching them next week. We have got a new category. We got well, apart from that, it's pretty much the same, really. But I hope you're looking forward to that. Maybe Tuesday, maybe Thursday next week. We will have to see how things are going. Now, back to Rebecca's stuff. Um, she also sent us an update on our characters of the week. When this, is, this has been recorded ever since Conversation Street started, or at least ever since we started doing characters since of the week. Since records began. Since records began. It's been a long time. We, I don't know how far in we got with the podcast before we started recording characters of the week. I've got no idea, but it was a good few years. But anyway, there's not been a whole lot of change um, in the past year, but there are a few interesting entries in there. I thought we'd run down maybe our top 20 characters of the week, although there's quite a few joint positions. So in um, so this is all time. This is of all time. Right. Coronation Street or Conversation Street characters of the week. So in, in joint 20th position with 12 characters of the week over the years, we've got Dev, Audrey, Billy, 
Daisy and Amy. So I think probably a few of those snuck in there this year. Daisy's doing well, you know. Daisy's she's only been not on the, been in it for she's a very not, long time. No, what, three years has Daisy been in it now? So the fact is that she's joined the 20th, not to be sniffed at. Um, and then at 17, um, intro, Mary. Who'd have thought we got Mary there? That must have been a long time since we'd given her um, regular characters of the week. Mary, Ryan and Gemma, both on 13 characters of the week. I find it crazy that Ryan's so high well I mean he has had a few good weeks this year you know he's got no, splashed with acid he's got I did, sympathy he, vote he deserves it but we only said at the beginning of this year he's not got, had anything to do yeah I know it's that's funny, my isn't point it? not he's, that he doesn't deserve it I'm surprised um, that Daisy and well Daisy and Ryan both deserve more I think well, for for this year at least, but they're they're getting up there. They're getting up in um. So that joint twelfth place next with fourteen characters of the week. We've got Liz, Tracy, Todd, Emma, and Imran. Oh, he's never going to get any more. Imran is not going to get he's any only higher. Gonna he's fall. only going to go lower. Sorry, oh. Imran. Oh, by the way, don't forget tomorrow. Well, today, by the time this podcast comes out, is Charlie DeMello's episode of Doctor Who. Still no. Pretty much next to nothing about the character that he's going to be playing, but I'm very, very excited to be able to watch. To watch, I tell you, got a hat. I didn't have a hat. I don't don't know. know. Very excited to see that tomorrow night. (laughs) I hope it's going to be a good one. Last Doctor Who still on fire. Last week, you you'd think you would like it even more than me. I thought it was really good last week. Very, very good. I just having David Tennant and Catherine Tate back just for this small amount of time. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I thought it was quite creepy. It was. Um, Joint tenth positions. We're into our top. 10 now so with 17 characters of the weeks over the year we've got Debbie Webster Lover and Leanne Battersby Leanne's only Who'd there because the kid died <laughs> Jane Dunson was absolutely spectacular was, during yeah. that that story <laughs> oh, yeah we've Leanne's got her ups and downs over the year she has been um, the butt of a few jokes on this podcast for sure but you know joint 10th position on character of the with week Debbie, not with to be Debbie with Debbie I know I know goodness that's that's obviously the bistro position at number 10 yeah there. definitely now number 9 new entry I think has got to be no one would have seen 20 this characters of the week since Conversation Street began Stephen Reed. <laughs> Now, don't forget that each week, each year we give out 104, don't we? Yes. Scores. So it's not really, I mean, it, that just means that last, in the last year or so. I'm going to say he probably didn't have any characters of the week no, a year I, ago. I, exactly. He, so he got 20 out of a possible 104. Yeah. Again, he's not going to be going any higher on our list, but uh, um, that's that's pretty good. I'm um, proud of him. Yeah, I, I think so too. I, I very much enjoyed Stephen's Number nine. Um, reign. That's really good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And snapping at the heels of number eight, Toya. 21 characters of the week so Go far. You know we love Toya. Um, been a very, very quiet year for her this year. Well, she did she get weed what... on herself in a van and that was about that was it. That's about it. She had one scene this week, didn't she? Um, did she pop into the cafe for some reason? I, I can't she... remember. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, I don't keep tabs on her anymore. It's too depressing. <laughs> I know, it really, really is. Hopefully next year is going to be Toya's year. She had a big one last year. Um, number seven... Um, still feeding on that um, coercive control storyline, Yasmin Metcalf with 24 characters of the week. Good nice. Job. I don't know whether like any her. of those were this. Yeah, I like Yasmin. You Off know, the not, uh, the, 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 she's not been given Stu. not been given the best storylines in 2023. She needs it's to get true. rid of Eliza and Stu. I think. Yeah. Where's Alia gone? She dead. No, I, I, she and Summer have died. 
She, she's just waiting in the wings for Ryan to be uh, free and single again, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Yasmin not had the best couple of years, but um, absolutely uh, deserved those characters of the week in the, around 2020, didn't she? Now, number four, we've got 26 characters of the week, joint fourth. For, but, yeah. Yeah, for Pat Phelan, Sally and David. So all three Ooh, of those absolute favourite characters of the podcast. Um, okay, I don't think David's had one for a while. No. I mean, towards the beginning of Again, the podcast. Again, off the boil. Very, very, very surprising. I still can't believe how little David's been used recently. He really kind of comes off as a bit of a side character at the moment, doesn't he? When in the first five, six, seven or so years of the podcast, he was kind of the main character if if a soap opera can have such a thing he never seemed he really to have any rest the center of attention yeah it's it's bizarre because jack p shepherd is clearly one of the most um i'm gonna say one of the most charismatic male actors that the program has got he's got so much brilliant range um but they they they're not it's giving him a not, whole lot to do at the moment. It's not plat-centric anymore. It yeah. really, really isn't. Uh, even Sally, I would say, has been woefully underused this year. And um, oh, as for Pat Feeler, no, I've barely he? even seen him. I know. <laughs> now, into our top three, and these are all characters we absolutely love, with 27 characters of the week, um, getting the bronze medal so far, Evelyn Plummer. And, you know, for a character that's been in it, what, five years now, is it, I think? Um, that is a... N- Absolutely a fantastic position to get into. But uh, Abby Franklin is at number two with 32 characters of the week. You know we love her. But um, I don't think anyone that, could touch this next After that, character. there is a bit of a jump between our second <laughs> and first character of the week ever. So um, 54 votes, so almost 20 more character of the weeks than Abby Franklin, of course, goes to the one and only Jenny Connor. Congratulations. And she did have a few this year as well, I think, with the Rovers... Um, being sold storyline um yeah so congratulations more of everybody that we've just mentioned i I don't think there's i don't think there's been huge change there from last year there's been a little bit but um i think Stephen reed making an appearance yeah yeah, absolutely and um if you like if you scroll down and have a look at the rest of them it's always good to see you know has anyone got a first character of the week this year we got we got sabrina has had a character of the week this year mrs crawshaw i don't know whether this was this year or last year uh he's had one any any of the jury yeah, of course, Pedo Van Man there with, uh, with one character of the week. Who one day he'll come him. back. Well, I yeah. think um, uh, Dog Van Man has got a Dog good Van Man. chance yeah. this week of getting character of the week. Well, if you like dog abuse, Gemma, if you're going to um, put your put your tick next to their party yeah. vote. Well, um, I obviously like other things in vans. What? So just, what, like Rana and, <laughs> Rana and Kate? They no, I mean, if I'm they going, love the back you, of a van. Why are you having a go at me for dog abuser in a van, but you don't mind the pedo in the van? <laughs> tell That's you, my point. Tell you all who also does not like things in the back of That's vans. That's another podcast we're not going to get sponsored <laughs> for. <laughs> who doesn't like things in the back of vans this week? Gemma. She was chucking that, those Christmas decorations out like nobody's business, wasn't she? Anyway, I find I always find this interesting. Thank you, Rebecca, for compiling Thank you, Rebecca. it for really us. Really appreciate your see work. You, yeah, we will see it again next year to see um, who has see if anyone else has broken into that top ten and kicked Leanne and Debbie out. But um, okay, so Gemma, I think it is time for quiz. Have you got a good quiz for me this week? No, my dear. You got, got a, a quiz. You got an average quiz for me. I will take average. Yep. Okay. It's got more questions in it than normal because again, I messed up the dates. What did you do? I just did too early. 
Well, you did last week again. No, I did 2nd of December. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, that's all right. I'll, yeah, I'll I'm take not it. bothered about it. Okay. It's yeah, fine. No, all right. I'll have a good quiz. <sighs> Things that happen between the 2nd and the 8th of December and years ending in a 3 and an 8, and I sourced the information from coronationstreet.fandom.com. Did you indeed? 2nd of December, 1963. Lucille borrows Ken's typewriter to write a fan club bulletin for which in-show heartthrob? Well, surely... Um, Walter Potts slash Brett Falcon. Brett Falcon, yeah. correct. He wasn't the answer. Oh yeah, I will count it. Wasn't ever that? Wasn't he the answer to a quiz question last week or at it least probably in the last is, month or so? It probably is my fault. Okay. Third of December two thousand and eight. Third of December two thousand and eight. Tony and Carla's wedding. Woo, woo, woo. Kevin gets drunk and tips guacamole on Carla's dress. So Carla says, "You've got no class." How does a furious Sally get revenge? Oh yeah, she did, didn't she? How did Sally get revenge there? Oh. It, the answer isn't. She got some crisps and started eating the dip. Off I think Carla's that she stuff. might have, have revealed to... Did she reveal something? I think she might have revealed that Carla had been caught snogging around with Liam. Who to? To, to Tony. No, no, to Maria. Oh, can I have a point for yeah, that at least? I'll have a point for that. I knew it was something related to that. Tony and Carla's wedding, yeah. 3rd of December. Fourth of December, 2013, Peter and Carla's wedding. Way, it's obviously the week for it. She's like, I can't do different dates for wedding anniversaries. So just all around the same time. Fourth <laughs> uh, of December, 2013, Peter and Carla's wedding. Sally is again shown up by her classless partner. This time it's Tim. He rocks up in an old van to drive them to the wedding. That's incidental. What year was this? Just a funny fact. 2013. Have they really been together that long? They weren't living with each other at that point. Oh, okay. Anyway, what spanner is thrown into the works for Peter and Carl's relationship? Uh, Tina Snog. Tina Snog. Tina Snog. Peter kisses her. Oh, blimey. Ten ten years ago. That doesn't seem like that long ago. God, I remember that. It was at the end of the episode, wasn't it? And Carla goes off to bed and Peter and Tina are left alone in the disco. Bloody hell, we've been doing this podcast for a long time, I tell you. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that makes me feel really old. Well, wow. Okay, okay. Plenty more room for that. Uh, 5th of December, 2018. Why do Imran and Nick meet on a balcony? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, they were hiding. What were they hiding from? Were they both... Um, ah, <laughs> oh, I don't you remember. Can give me a vague answer because I don't. It was related to going out with Leanne or Toya or or something, wasn't it? And they were hiding, and I don't remember much about it. I think one of them might have had not much clothes on as well. <laughs> Leanne and Toya were both hiding them on the balcony, and they didn't realise that somebody'd already put. They're both trying to. Leanne and Toya were both trying to hide from each other that they were dating the other person. Okay. Can I have, do I get yeah, like you half get a point? Oh, I get a whole point for that. Right, I was only going to claim that. Wow, Christmas, Christmas spirit. Thank you very much. Right, 6th of December 1998. Why was Martin suspended at work? And we, I don't even think we mentioned this when we were talking about how awful he is. <laughs> oh, was, okay. So, it's, so um, what was it? What, when was it? 1998? Yeah, what else did he get suspended for? I can't remember. I don't know. He's been suspended more than once. You, I, well, you may, you, well, you give me you give me an answer. Well, we talked about him punching Carl Foss, but that wasn't in 1998. We talked about him having affairs with people, but I don't know whether it was to do with that. 
Um, See, he's terrible. I stand by what I said in the Patreon episode, Top 5. Yeah. You should sign up if you're interested in top how much I hate Top 5 disgraces to the medical profession. Um, I don't know. I do, I have to, I'm going right. to say I'm having an affair, having a snog with like, a nurse. No. He left the drugs trolley unattended and unlocked. Oh, no, we did talk about that. Let's grab some painkillers. We well, talked about that. that. Well, you, I don't care. You I, said it was nothing to do with what we talked about. I would have, I would no, have guessed No, I said that. I don't remember. Oh... No, I no, and then I said, "You tell me what we said," and okay. you said th- several things that weren't that. <laughs> so we're both stupid. <laughs> okay, that's fine as long as it's not just me. Seventh <laughs> of December, nineteen eighty-three. Final appearance of which character who leaves during Stan and Hilda's fortieth wedding anniversary? Um. Yeah, who does? Yeah. Yeah. Who does? Who leaves? During their 40th wedding anniversary. Well, like, I thought it was... I hate you guys so much, I'm never coming back. It wasn't, um... I don't know. That was the episode where Len Fairclough died, wasn't it? But he wasn't in it then. Because he was... I think he was... I think um, Peter Adamson might have been given... Was it him? What's your You're answer? You're giving me a very stony face there. What's your answer? Maybe he was. 1983? Yeah. You think it was Len Fairclough? I don't think it was. Okay, well then, what's your answer? This is not how people conduct themselves in quizzes. I'm okay, very patient. Okay, I'm going to say... Everyone <sighs> criticises me, but I'm being very patient. This wouldn't no, fly you are. on... I was going to say MasterChef. <laughs> what's okay. that one I'm thinking of? I, Mastermind. <laughs> I know that I'm wrong, but I'm going to say Lem Fairclough. No, it's Marion Yates. Oh, I was going to say Marion! I literally was thinking Marion, but I thought that she was later than that. I knew it was Marion! Oh, I knew it. I should have gone on my gut for that one. It's funny how often you say I, that you Absolutely. Marion was in my head. you managed to I not thought... say. You say lots of things, but no. you somehow didn't say that. I knew it. She was going to be my second option. Well. I, I knew I, it wasn't Len because I knew he wasn't in that episode. But then why did you answer Len then? Because. The pressure's got to you, hasn't it? Yeah. 8th of December. This is your final oh, question. Okay. Redeem myself, come on. 8th of December, 2008. Who has to be dragged out of their house when the Windass family move into number six? They're moving out. The family's moving in. Who is it? Who's being dragged? Kicking and screaming to make way for the Windass clan. Uh, um, Keith Appleyard or... <laughs> Or, or Marion Yates, <laughs> which I was definitely going to say. Um, or, 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 or Daryl Morton. Daryl Morton. Teresa Bryan. Teresa Bryan. I knew it was Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't say. Oh, I thought I was doing really well on this quiz. Well, four out of seven. Not too bad. Okay, I'll, I'll take it. Who, who has got a nearly Christmassy birthday coming up? 10th of December. Steve Houston, he played Eddie Windass. And Stephen Billington, he played Greg Kelly. 11th of December, Nigel Bavaro played Terry Duckworth. Victoria Ekenoy played Angie Appleton. She Molly did. Gallagher plays Tina... Tina what? Lucas. <laughs> Nina Lucas. 12th of December, Susie Hush. Katie Kavanagh played Julie Carp. Stephen Arnold played Ashley Peacock. 13th of December, Angela Crow, who played Doreen Lostock. Dupelli Dorgu played Kelly Crabtree. And the 15th of December is Michael Lavelle, who plays 
Kevin Webster. Well, happy birthday, all those people. Durham. Get your birthday cards in. Don't send them a Christmas card and say it's a joint Christmas no, and birthday card. No, give them a separate card. present. Oh, Sally Carmen put on her Instagram about our Christmas cards for this week, yeah, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Very lovely. Thanks, Sal. Um, and, we always, and you always good. You pick the cards, don't you? You do a good job. I always get Sally Carmen a Christmas card with the dog on, and I did apologise earlier this week well, and said got, sorry. She's got to come up with a new hobby. I got to think up with a more. But she said it was fine. She said she loves the dog cards. Very, wow. very, very nice. Thank you, and um, and and uh, thank you to the other. We've had a couple of other people saying thank you for their cards as well. Thank you very much. Um, you're welcome. You deserved. You deserved a card. And yet again. Another year goes by when... I'm not saying if you didn't actual, get one, you didn't deserve one. The friends and family we know in real life still have not no, got anything from us. We have not written up our cards for we that. We have to go do it early for the, for the Northerners because it takes so long for the donkey to get there well, from here. <laughs> I don't ever know when they finish filming. Exactly. I think they might finish they filming finish next really week. They finish really early. Well, they normally, some people aren't even... Some people have already gone. Well, yeah, yeah. in like Hawaii. Well, yeah, Peter Ash said he finished filming this week, and I think um, Jude Riordan might have well, spoilers. Filming. But no, he, for the year, for the year, not for good. Um, <laughs> but I know that they are definitely in filming next week at least. But And it's the Curry oh. Christmas party today, so I'm expecting there's going to be... Oh, um, crap! What? I was supposed to be there! <laughs> they said don't tell Michael because he's such a drag. <laughs> well, I'm glad you have chosen to be with I me and our lovely listeners. <laughs> Instead of swanking oh, it up with the curry celebs. I was just no. going to sleep on the floor in the studio and try and go through the paperwork in the oh, morning. We, we might have to have a look on the Manchester Evening News before we oh, uh, yeah. do the... Uh, oh, we could do fashion. We could oh, do fashion. Chanel. Chanel. Yes, have you got that? I've okay. got Chanel. There's everyone, not much to say. Everyone, everyone. <laughs> There's a fair bit of news this week, actually, because wow. the curry Christmas schedules have come out. Mm. And um, that's always worth a mention. Mm. Oh, half an hour on Christmas Day. Hey, whoa, what do we think of that? Okay, um... God, we've only 20 minutes into the episode yes, so far. Know, what have I been talking about? About you not knowing the answer to a question. I know, we did, we did Rebecca's thing, didn't we? Anyway, mm. I thought that the 30 minutes at the beginning of last week's podcast when we talked about... Um, <sighs> uh, what? Why are you such a sire? I'm just reading an email from work. <laughs> <laughs> right. What to do yeah, today. What to do today? What to do? Gemma's had a cover, deadline today, and now she's right. finished for Christmas. The lucky thing. I'm not finished. Listen, this is the this is the bad this is the bad thoughts you get into where you're like, no, oh, I finished for Christmas. Then you get to January, and you're like, when is it due? When's the when's your next deadline? Is it like mid January? No, it's early in January. Oh yeah, and, and everyone go everyone buggers work, off over Christmas, and you can't get hold of anybody. And it's a nightmare. Well, I have still got a one week reflux. left at school, so I, I think that you should also be grafting for at least one more week. Well, I week. have to do... Yes, I do. I have a job. <laughs> Good. I don't just go, oh, I'll just stop, stop, do it then. I'll just copy last year's magazine. <laughs> no one will know. Okay, okay, okay. Time to talk about this week's Coronation Street. So let's get on to Street Talk. Okay, um, welcome to the Street Talk section of the podcast, everybody. Gemma, how did you find this week's Coronation Street on the whole? All right. <laughs> it was all right, wasn't it? Still, I'm still not feeling the ramp up to Christmas. Um, we did, like I said, we, we did get the Corrie Christmas schedules. There's a, there's, a, there's a good deal of Corrie happening over the Christmas uh, time, but I don't know, I just feel like I'm not necessarily feeling like it's building up to something, you know? And, you know, it's Coronation Street's, was it 63rd anniversary this week, I think? Um, and it was just kind of a standard week. I think, I, I, it feels like, it feels to me that this Ryan Daisy, um, 
Daniel's story is probably building up to something around Christmas time. Um, surely the Ed Bailey um, storyline is going to get, you know, front page as well. But okay, that that didn't feature this week. It just kind of feels like it's plodding along, and you know you had the you had the Evelyn and the dog story. Not that there was anything wrong with that, but I'm just I I I just can't help but feel a little bit jealous of those EastEnders fans and their six publicity, which you hate. Can't we haven't mentioned this before on the podcast? Have I think we? we are. Have we? You were moaning about it last week. Was right? I? Yeah. Well, and were you? I'm not moaning about you. No, you, you're moaning again. Oh, wish we, wish we were the East End. Wish we had the six on Coronation no, I hate Street. It. It's cringy. I did. I think it's brilliant soap marketing. The, the six. What do you think you are? It's like a cabal of secret underground criminals or something. It's really, really clever stuff, and they're all colour coded and everything. And no, it's I a, think, it's like, a new twist on the who's Disney done it, who's gonna do it. Rubbish, that is. It was a little bit. It does look a bit Disney, evil Disney princesses. I'm sorry if anybody likes it. I'm just lots um, of people. I find it very cringe and cheesy. I, 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 I'm completely on the opposite side of the page with you. I think that it's got people talking about EastEnders it's got people excited it's got people thinking who's it going to be who's going to get bumped off on Christmas Day which one because I think this week EastEnders um, published um, their is this an EastEnders book class it definitely is I think they published their it's one of these six men who are going to get bumped off we got told off before about talking about EastEnders and spoiling things did we yeah well it was me that did it I, I don't I, I think it's I don't think any EastEnders fans going to be surprised to know that someone's going to get bumped off on Christmas Day considering they flash forwarded it to it yeah. back in February yeah. it's it's really um, yeah I, well, I, listen, Michael. I'm hoping that Coronation Street has um, a similar um, upturn in just general all right goodness things me things to make people excited about it on the front know. page of the soap mags at Christmas no one's going to be thinking about this six nonsense it's going to be Ed Bailey sad in a Wendy house alone <laughs> snow you're couch. right you're right I need to have more faith in Coronation Street don't I going woo oh I've lost all my money on a horse <laughs> I, I, I can't talk about it for spoiler reasons obviously but I am I am looking forward to at least the Boxing Day episode of Coronation Street because we've had a little bit of a uh, an idea about what's going to happen now and I will say no more yeah, for the People that don't know anything about what's happening, but no, I'm absolutely no. looking forward to December the 26th in Weatherfield this year. Um, right, so this week on... because I'm going to have ham and pickled onions. My favourite Boxing Day treat. Well, you hope, because we're, we're at my dad's house this Christmas, aren't I'm we? I'm going to bring my own ham. <laughs> Just in and case there's no eggs. spare ham at Christmas in my dad's ham? house. I don't know what we're having for Christmas mm. this year. I've got no idea. You bring, you bring what you want, darling. You... Yeah, but if I bring ham, I'm only bringing my own ham. I'm not bringing ham for everybody. <laughs> I bring ham wherever I go. <laughs> exactly, and to prove it, here's my stupid puns for the week of this My personal ham. <laughs> personal ham. It's my personal supply of ham. If I have it on Boxing Day, I'll be sad. I get a nice, nice slice of, of, of ham, yeah. and then I get a pickled onion, and I split the pickled onion into layers, and then I lay... A layer of pickled onion on top of the ham and I eat it. And Gemma's it's the most Christmas plate. Delicious plates. thing ever in the world. You you love a little Christmas tea, don't you? What does that mean? Well, just having a little plate of of bits. I like ham and pickled onions. I've realised there's no point in any of the rest of it because I just like that. As long as I said to my dad this year that we're coming to see him for Christmas, as long <laughs> as I get to watch Macquarie, as long as I get to watch Doctor Who, I'm not not I'm not missing out on Millie Gibson's Doctor Who debut. You might not on be Christmas in charge Day. of the remote control, Michael, because it's not just our well, family. Well, no, dad, dad, I know it's not. It's 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 uh, other people are going to be there as well. But my dad says there are numerous TVs around the house. I mean, I personally think that Doctor Who should be on the main TV, but. 
I don't want people well, to be talking through it. Bring, I'll bring a ham, you bring a telly, and we'll make our intentions clear from the beginning <laughs> about what we want out of this trip. Yeah, I want to watch Billy Gibson. I want to watch Coronation. I want to watch Ed and a Wendy House. Yeah, it's important. <laughs> I don't get about anything else. It's like... Anyway, so um, we're going to be starting off with... We're uh, the... full of the Christmas spirit, aren't we? Yes, absolutely. Moaning and whinging. That's, oh, the that's what British Christmas. We're just British we're, Christmas. This is, is Blanche, isn't yeah. it? You know, Blanche yeah. Hunt reborn in us. Yes. Well, why did you buy me this? And uh, what? Why was that TV show? Can so I just awful? check? We still haven't bought each other Christmas presents yet, have we? This year. I bought yours ages ago. Okay, so I still need to buy you a Christmas present. It's okay. I still got two weeks. Can you please buy me a ham? <laughs> I just love that. I would love a ham. I I'm not that. even joking. I love it. Have if you want. Would you like that? Yeah. Okay, maybe. Right, but we're going to start. Please don't cook it yourself. We are going to start off with the Ryan and Cheetan story, which came back this week. Um, and actually, there were there were storyline progression here this week, wasn't there? The truth is out. Daniel knows. So we'll talk a bit about that later. Byla is the next. It's because Isla has turned out to be by this week. Isla's turned out to be Byla. Yeah, although it did also seem to be a bit of a bye-bye Isla as well, because she she bogged off part way through the week and, and we Crystal haven't seen her there. Isla should go off together and leave me alone. I, I really do think that, yeah, I'm 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 mixing up Isla and Crystal. Yeah, you and, thought, is there a third you one? You thought Crystal was Isla for ages. I, do, I don't. Today. I just have to think for a little while about it's who, like when who it is. Eva first came in, it you didn't know who she was for months. They're both they're both kind of superfluous side characters that are clearly there they're just as just plot like, devices. I'm nice. I'm a nice young lady girl with long hair and pretty. Like, honestly, I don't have a personality. This, this I, I I said on one of the shorts this week that it feels like the whole of the Nina and Asher story seems to have been like, written on the back of a post-it note and it's just been fleshed out for what three four weeks I don't now? think it has been fleshed out I think you mean stretched out stretched out yeah not yeah not fleshed out at all it's it's good we'll get to it oh just split up the pair of you for heaven's sake happy birthday happy birthday happy birthday to yeah, you yeah exactly exactly um she's got a nose stud today and uh, there's also How the dog is she um is she sick no, she's not 16. No. She was born on um 50th anniversary of Corrie, wasn't she? So she is 13 today. Unlucky for some. Yeah, she's a proper teenager now. That's why she's gone all moody. They didn't, did they make a thing about that? I don't know that they did. Um, but that, that was also the dog storyline that's going in the up at rough treatment. But <laughs> Cassie's not the only one that do can make think, terrible rough think, jokes when it do, comes to dogs. Do you think the RSPCA is going to use that for their marketing? Yeah, maybe. Do you know a dog that's been got some given some rough treatment? Why don't you chop them into us? <laughs> we'll get them prosecuted. Um, Bernie, it's, it's Bernie not, has been sent no down on Monday. Matter. I forgot that seems like so long ago. I but know, I, we'll talk, I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah, I but the Bernie prison storyline. Before we, I called it Bernie in jail, but then I realised this week that Bernie inmate is probably better. For the Bernie yeah, Bernie. Inn. By the way, Bernie Inn was a chain of restaurants. Thank you for explaining my pun. We had the Papa Dom storyline is rearing its ugly head again, and um, the also Lawrence. it's very dated reference. There's lots of people listening that live in this country that don't know what a Bernie. Inn I know. Is. I get my puns. I just they're, they're, some of them are really just dredge them up. The I'm surprised you know what time. a Bernie Inn is. My mum loves it. She talks about it every now and then. I know. I know your mum loves Bernie Inns. We had the Lawrence story as well, which is yet again just a little snifter of that mystery that we. I wish they'd just Smithy say... mystery. Like, just tell us where Lauren's... All, all our watches and bangles This reminds me of Shona. I know, it's exactly like it's the like, I don't, there. Stretch out this mystery. It's got to the mystery. point now where I don't actually care. And if when you tell me, I'm not going to be impressed. I didn't care too much about... I hope that... It, I really, really hope that it's something big. Like, 
I, I've not given up on the idea that potentially Lauren's mystery man is a character that we know. Maybe Should there's be, a secret returnee character. Maybe Jim McDonald. Jim McDonald. <laughs> Why not? Um, <laughs> Curly Watts. Maybe he's coming back at last as as Lauren's mysterious benefactor. I'm not sure. But um, yeah. if it just turns out to be random dodgy geezer it's gonna be like well we thought it was yeah we thought it was a sleazy man why have you why have you waited until this long to tell us i don't know no um anyway maybe it's father christmas Hmm? maybe it's father christmas and we'll find out on christmas day (laughs) maybe he's thought he's been giving her a present early is that the special boxing day episode you're referring to that is not the special boxing day ho 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 lauren i've finished work now we can be together Oh my gosh. Well, of course, he's busy now, isn't he? <laughs> Leading up to Christmas. Yes, yes, that's probably why she's got all this spare time on her hands. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's got, all, he's got all these presents. He's found all these. The elves have been working all year, and he's like, I've got these extra. Got a watch, got a necklace. Here you go. You can have these. Yeah, it's time for the I job. Was, I was going to give them to Stephen Reed. The, the, what, the watch was for Stephen. Um, the necklace was going to be for Shelley, but yeah. I guess you can have them now, Lauren. No, <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan and Cheetah. Would you like to do this story? Would you like to do the uh, the thrilling adventures of Nina and Asher? What do you want to do? I, I, I don't really mind. You do you want to do you, you do the you do the first one because okay. you get to do the dog storyline there, and you are the dog I lover of this podcast. Well, I like, want a dog. Why, why is it always a dog though? Because I, cats are. Why, I want to see a cat being dragged around and yeah. giving a good kicking on Coronation I want Street a, I want just them to get to... my feline representation in the cobbles. I want them to be like, what's that, mittens? <laughs> yeah. You got kicked in the face by I... a horrible man. Do you really think a grumpy, beer-swilling chaff of a man is going to be driving around with like a, a little cute cat in his van? It doesn't make sense, I just, does it? I just think that Coronation Street needs to try harder to get more cats on Coronation Street. Considering that, you know, there's always a cat in the intro sequence. We had Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. Minnie, Minnie Coldwell's cat right from the start. There's just there's just not enough cats. Bobby's a budgie's name, anyway. Um, on, the, on the Zoom call that Ian McLeod did with the press. Oh, um, you're always boasting about press. this. Oh, I, I, I was Zoom on the Zoom call, call with Ian McLeod about yeah, a month ago. Did he, you show your face? I did, yes. Oh, you know, he knows what you look like. Then. Yes. Um, he he was saying, oh, you know, people like dogs, people like Evelyn. I can't remember exactly what he said. I just realised I can't remember. People like dogs, word. people like Evelyn, and that's... so let's do dogs and Evelyn for a Christmas storyline. Mm. Yeah, but I'm sure it will end up okay, heartwarming. Okay, look. Okay, we're not even do, doing right, that. We're doing Ryan, Ryan and, and cheating story. Go on, right? So Monday. This is fun. Okay, okay everyone's enjoying themselves yeah. this episode. Everyone's all right. You all all right? Everybody had you got a drink or something? Everybody knows. Everybody who's listening has watched Coronation Street this week. At least the vast majority have. So I'm sure people would rather hear us just chatting about it rather than having it. Well, this is why this exactly. So what we're doing then? What's the waste of time we've been doing for the last eleven years? (laughs) You're the one that decides what we do, and now you're just undermining the whole concept. Why do we say what's happening Coronation Street? Yeah, we should forget it. It'd be so much faster if we just dispense with this, wouldn't it? (laughs) We're a synopsis podcast. Oh, are we? Yes. Well, make your mind up on Monday. Ryan tells Carla about the job opportunity. Uh, Is this the one that he's going to get for the gym? Yeah, yeah. Gym face. I know, because she's got one. Crystal's got one in Glasgow. So Ryan says that... Right, right. Carla says, speak to Crystal and see what she thinks. So she's worried because then she reveals to him that she wants to move to Glasgow and she's thinking well no she tells Daisy this first doesn't she hmm. she says Daisy what do you think I should say to him about it like would it freak him out if I said move to Glasgow with me yes it would you weirdo it's you really know... cold up there 
you don't know him well enough to to move to Glasgow with him. I hope she gets That's some tips weird. from Daniel. He knows all about Glasgow, doesn't Edinburgh. he? Edinburgh. Oh, I was at Edinburgh. You stupid man. I do apologise to places. our Scottish. I, I That's do apologise to our Scottish listeners. How ignorant. There are only two places in Scotland, as we oh, know. Oh, no. <laughs> and I got them mixed no. up. No. <laughs> I, I renounce. All three, Gretna Green. I denounce. Renounce. Which one am I doing? Renounce or denounce? Recede or rescind. <laughs> Daisy tells Crystal, follow your heart. And she says, great, I will do. So she tells him about Glasgow and he's like, oh. And then she says, look, if I go to Glasgow, why, you can come with me and I'll get you a DJ res- residency at the local club. And he's like, I've always wanted to be a DJ. That's great. And he's like, tempted. But um, honestly, I don't think he will move because at the moment... Carl is basically his mum. I couldn't believe Carla is running around episode. after him, tidying up. Sake, Carla. Going, running down the school to complain about it. It, it was, wasn't it? I, I, what I, has happened to this woman? I'm a bit disappointed that what was his name, Carlos, wasn't there when they I went around to the gym. Because I did just. Who is this? Your mum? No, it's my aunt. That's even worse. Your your mum's not even bothered. You, you brought your aunt with you. Is she your real aunt? Well, we we can't remember. We can never remember because I was swapped at both. All right, okay. Don't want to. Honestly, Carla, he might have acid scars over his face, but he can still fight his own battles. He can't though. He's a drip. He can't even clean up his own bedroom. <laughs> She's in there, tidying away his pants and going, "Oh, you've left out your needles." <laughs> anyway, so um. He's tempted by this. Ryan's trying... Daniel's trying to find out how Daisy feels about the fact that Ryan might move away. And she says, no, I'm fine. But she doesn't want to talk about it with him. So they have to drop the conversation. Then Simon gets involved. He's such an unpleasant little oik, isn't he? No, he's all right. No, he's he's just nasty. He's not. Yes, he's done nothing nasty this week. Getting himself involved in other people's drama and then he's getting just mad really about happy it. to be in a storyline for a change. Let him have one. He's done nothing good recently, has he? He's been in it more. He's done nothing Started, recently. No, he has. He's he got a palette. Then he got it nicked. Now he's involving himself in other people's stories again. I th- I I am supportive of Simon no, being in a story. Like, actually, I don't like him in the story at all. He's, I think he's a nasty sneak. What well. do you think, listener? On Wednesday, Simon chats with Daniel in the street about how things are going with him and Daisy, about what happened with Ryan, and Lisa's like, I'm going to keep an eye out. I'm going to keep an eye on him. Crystal, because they, they, Ryan and Ryan and Simon live in Carla's house so she can wash their pants. <laughs> well, Simon's just there because, what did he say? He's had a falling out with his flatmates. Well, I hope you're not paying rent. I, I want to know who these mysterious flatmates are. Like... Alex Payne must think, come on, come on. Well, <laughs> I know you. Simon's like, I, I can't speak to them. I can't talk to them about anything. And, and, and Carla says, have you tried sort of working out if you've got any common areas of interest? Or he's like, no, literally, they're non-speaking extras. That, they haven't even cast them. They're faceless. I go to an empty, there's voiceless. not even, I don't have a set. They're not car- um, cast my flatmates. I just go out of this set and I wait until it's my turn to be back on the show again. It's miserable. Can I make do you remember? Do you remember when um, Ryan was living at um, Chariot Square for a while last yes. year and then, and then suddenly he had a flat with flatmates that he got fed up with living with and now he moves in with Carla. So clearly think there's just like, Carla's flat is the place to go. There's three people in, in, in like... Manchester, who are really horrible flatmates, and they just revolve around all the Coronation Street people that need somewhere yeah. to go. Speaking of Carla's flat, I still, in my head, I, I don't, if I picture where it is, I'm thinking Victoria Street, but it's not, is where it? Where is it? It's a, it's exactly, it's above the, it's the streetcar's flat. No. Yeah. Is it? 
It's the one that Liz I and Stephen. Victoria. No. No. Yes. No. It's the same. Stop it. I if when it because because it's swanky yeah. and it looks a bit posh and you know a bit heronny. I thought it was with Leanne and all that. No, lot. it's not. Whenever I Aww. see it in my head, because I, I link all the flats in Coronation Street to being around there. Yeah. And yeah, I. I no, you you've, you've astounded I me. I blow your mind there. Because no, they've got a weird they've cars. got a weird vestibule thing going on, don't they? Because they've got their front door with the locks and everything and a peephole, mm. but then they've got another area beyond that which has got their coats and pictures. And they keep the vacuum cleaner out there. Mm. So what's going on there then? I don't know. I don't understand. But anyway, that's where that's where they're living, just in case anyone important. had also forgotten. Everyone's fascinated. If you're like Daisy and you want to keep visiting Ryan, you need to know where it is. I wouldn't that's be able to have an affair with anyone in that house because I would be in the wrong place. <laughs> I'd be shacking up with Leanne. <laughs> going, look, I know that neither of us wants this, but I, I'm, I'm geographically challenged when it comes to... Where's Adam living at the moment? I don't know, Michael. Is he split up with Sarah Louise? I think. Yes, he has, yeah, because he came home steaming drunk the other day, didn't he? Well, I say the other day. But right, anyway, listen. Let me tell you what happened this week. They need to do another like they did at the beginning of Corey and just have a little pan of the street need, at the end of oh, every episode to say where everyone's living. I thought like, they were going to say they need to do a catch-up for the Australians. and okay, go. We're not going to show you up in the last six months. We're just going to tell you. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Right, so Simon's living with Ryan, yes. and he says, I'm going to keep an eye on him for you, Daniel, right? Crystal notices that Ryan has blanked Daisy when she came into the cafe. He says he didn't see her, but she's immediately suspicious because she thinks that she, he's putting it on. So she asks Daisy later in the street, is there something going on with, between you? Because I, I thought there was some tension. And Daisy says, no, no, probably didn't just probably just didn't see me. Meanwhile... Ryan is there going, sorry, mate, could, Simon, could you get out of the he's lounge? Where? He's, oh, he's in the flat. He's in the, he's in the flat and he's saying, I want to record my video for this gym job. And Simon's saying, why don't you just go to Chris, uh, Glasgow with Crystal? She's really gorgeous. And Ryan says, no, I want to do my video. Go away. Maybe, maybe go Simon's like fancy shacking up with Crystal himself. Maybe. Ryan, if your bedroom's good enough for all your sex videos, why isn't it good enough for a job interview? Just do it in front of your wardrobe. It looks like classy panelling. Well, no, I'd say do it in front of your, your gym equipment in your bedroom. Yeah, you don't tell me to bugger off. This is just, this is my dad's house. Hello, you get this out. is my house. This, this is your is, aunt's this house. This is my lovely Christmas tree in the background do and you... a nice framed picture of a gold splat. Yeah, gold splat. There's a heron cushion for you. Do you not think that Simon's got a better right to, to the house... That, to the flat than than Ryan does no. because it's his dad's flat. Yeah, but that is where Ryan is staying at the moment. No, it's where he's crashing for well, the last six he months. He tells him to get so. out. So um, Ryan's recording this video uh, when Daisy comes because she's just had this conversation with Crystal and she's worried. She's like, "Why are you blanking me?" And he says, "I was trying to keep distance from you because I still have feelings. Do you remember when we slept with each other? Let's talk about all the things we've done that are wrong." And then he, she says, be careful around Crystal, I suspect something. No, and she suspects something. What did I say? You said I suspect something. Yeah, I'm being Daisy. Yeah, Daisy says that Crystal suspects something. Oh, she doesn't suspect Crystal. There's nothing to suspect Crystal of. I know, that's what I thought. It's interesting <laughs> for a minute there. I thought, oh, what's she getting up to? She also, she, so they talk about when Glasgow they slept together and, and da kidney. Daisy says, it was wrong. Yeah, it was wrong. I love Still Daniel. Love Daniel. I love Daniel. Go. I love Daniel for the record. Mm. Good. But it's a shame that no one's recording this. And then Simon comes home, which is rude because he, Ryan wouldn't have finished his video by now. 
Mm. So he would have interrupted it. Ryan and Daisy head out. Ryan doesn't realise he's left his phone recording this whole time. Simon sees it, comes running and um, turns it off. Can we just can we just pause for a second no. and talk about the um, unlikelihood <laughs> that these turn of events would have happened? I mean, <laughs> Michael, R- Ryan's it- been filming himself pretty constantly for the past, what, three months no, or so? No, that's a silly thing to say. I, if you're filming yourself and somebody comes to your flat, I just would have thought it would be a completely natural thing to do, to reach over and pause it. No. I, 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 I don't believe he would have forgotten. I do. Michael, that's a silly thing to say. Everyone forgets stuff all the time. Do We, we do occasionally um, as stop recording, because we record this podcast on the Mac and my phone at the same time, and sometimes we carry on recording on the phone accidentally. There's lots of things on there that we There's an do. awful lot of outtakes on the oh, phone. Oh dear, if you heard um, those, but what some, we sometimes say sometimes. Yeah. Um, no, I think it, I don't think that's weird. Honestly, I don't think that's but, weird. But you, you, what, so you're saying that you, a thing you do every every day or very often you would never get wrong, but sometimes you make me a cup of tea with no sugar in it. So explain that mystery. <laughs> I'm saying that if I was recording a podcast <laughs> no. and my and my sexy mistress came to the door and we had a bit of a chat. And what's her name? Uh, <laughs> I'm not giving anything away. What's this woman's name? Um, <laughs> Carry on. It's, it's also Daisy, how to admit. Oh, she's uh, she's two-timing Ryan with me. If she if we had a conversation, and then I would... And and would I then no. go, go and leave the flat not... with the microphone running? This is the thing as well. It's not just the fact that he said, whoops, I've recorded us talking. He literally left the flat. Did he forget what he was doing? I just don't... I don't I, believe well, it. I, I think it was very contrived. Yes. It, it, it led to... Oh, you know, it hasn't led to something too this exciting is not the yet, weird, This is not but, the most inconceivable thing that's ever happened on Coronation Street by an incredibly not. long shot. So let's forget it. Of course not, but I, I just I, think... I think you're... I think... I'm just saying he deserved to get caught. He did, He did, yeah. In the universe, he had this coming. This... This is less... This is more believable than the fact that people regularly say, right, I'm going to the toilet... And get up and leave their phone on the table for everyone to read their messages and secrets. When everybody knows part of the reason you go to the toilet is so you can look at your phone. <laughs> yeah, that is. You very look true. at your phone and you go right. Well, thank God I can look at Instagram or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to act all antisocial just, by the. No kind of one's my phone judging in, me because in, I'm looking at my company. emails. <laughs> right. So Ryan and Daisy are talking by the chippy later, and she says, "Look, I would, of course, I'd like you to stay, but you need to go. You need to go with Crystal. It'll be good." Be good for you to get a fresh start. You're good with her. She's good for you. Let's just call it a day. And then I, I would like to point out that farewell. it was a nicely directed scene. We are in a Matt Hilton week this week, aren't we? Always a bit well, special. Did he do when... this today's as well? Yeah, yeah he did Monday. He did Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Oh, great! Here so was, uh, today's was good. That that was the scene where they were leaning against the um, the bars by the jippy, and the camera just kind of pans. Does a like, pan? Does it, it was a very fancy pan. Panning shot. Yes. The, do you think are... he had the rails? I think he might. I mean, out. Uh, we we didn't see full on Matt Hilton. You know, no, there was no like, let's do this from the ceiling. No, I'm but... going to film them from the sewers. Oh no, there was there was one in um in the bistro <laughs> today, which had letterbox. some little close ups on. No, that was good. Yeah, and Ryan and Daisy very claustrophobic. And, yeah, there, there was a few. It, it didn't go, but you know, I have been complaining a bit recently about the over experimental editing in Coronation Streets. But but Matt Let's Hilton always. The reef. I I don't know what it is. It's his directing magic that he can do things that are a bit a bit 
out there for Coronation Street, and I almost always love them. But he was a bit more restrained for this week. I this don't know, time we're doing don't it from the perspective of the Christmas well. tree. <laughs> yeah, the angel on top of the Christmas tree. Okay, right. So, um, anyway, anyway number nicely, one. Nicely, nicely We've done got to keep scene. knuckle down there, Michael. We've got to knuckle down now. Why? Uh, because we've got to do a podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Daniel puts his headphone... No, uh, number one, Daniel gets his video on his phone, and he sees it's Ryan doing a... Oh yes, because Simon has sent it to him. Yeah, we we pieced that together using our mega brains. Um, (laughs) I don't know why you watch this. If somebody sent me a video of somebody doing a job interview recording, I'd say, well, why'd they send me and wouldn't bother watching it? Who who cares? I must have missed out on so much drama. It depends. I don't know whether we saw whether there was a message that Simon sent along with the video, like, watch to the end. Watch this. Watch to the end is a funny cap at the end of it. Yeah, he, I mean, he's like, sorry, I've sent sure. you the whole video. I haven't edited down I don't to know the exciting bit. Who do you think I am, Max? Who do you think I am, Matt Hilton? <laughs> right, so he watches the video in horror, puts his headphones in and he listens and he watches and watches and he gets to the bit where Ryan says they slept together and he watches it over and over again. That had a nice little bit of camera work as well with a blurry Ken in the background and another close-up of... Ken's um, going, of old Danny boy. <laughs> <laughs> they, what they didn't do, what they didn't do, thank goodness, is have the uh, the blurry sound effects and then the as Ken's like Daniel, 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 didn't you thank hear you me? Thank you for restraining yourself. I've made a cup that. of tea in your favourite mug. <laughs> so, um, he, what he's watching some more. Daisy says she loves Daniel. Yeah, um, Daisy's Daisy's in the in the video. Like I said, saying she loves Daniel. We slept together. It was wrong. It was there, amazing there though. Some key, it was key amazing. moments. Um, Ryan says I it was thought amazing. that I thought that that script was a bit. Meh. It was clearly written as a. You would not say. I don't think you would naturally go. We slept together. It was amazing. But now, I, I just. I don't know whether he did actually say that. Whether that. Was well, no. I just think what or... what he did actually say. I remember thinking, oh, I don't know if that sounds like he would really say that. Yeah, it, it was written then, as evidence you... for the uh, for the wrong it was boyfriends for a video. to discover, wasn't it? Yeah, so so Daniel storms around to to the flat to try and murder Ryan, but only Simon's there, and he calms him down. Daniel pieces together what's happened: the fact that Ryan and Daisy probably were at the hotel the night that Daisy ran off. The crystal stuff must have just been the beginning. This has been happening for months. He's absolutely furious. He doesn't know what to do. Who do you think um, would win in a fight between Ryan and Daniel? Because Daniel has got a bit buffer over the years. If you watch, like, when, when okay, Rob Mallard first question. came into the programme, he was definitely a bit gangly. <gasps> Do you think we're going to have a Christmas Day fight? I love a Christmas Day fight. I think we might Do you remember when we had Nick and Peter have a fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of them nearly got murdered on the railings? Yeah, with a... Oh, yeah, I do. No, I, I, I think that... You know, but Ryan has been buffing it up recently, hasn't Ryan's he? on steroids. Ryan's on steroids. I he don't lifts think that... weights, but... Daniel's a slippery customer and he's got that He's edge. got brains. He's got the edge of so like just punch him complete in the head was, Ryan. Uh, world abandon. Like he pushed his dad down the stairs. He's capable of anything. He wasn't. He'll just push Ryan down the stairs. We, we've seen. That would, make, that would make a three for them, wouldn't it? Because he's done it to Dead Ken. He did it to Max and now it will be Ryan. Yeah. Then it, then it will be able to complete the trilogy. Push him down the stairs and then he'll spill out onto the street outside the cab office and the whole of the viewers will go, what? I thought this was in Victoria Hang Court. on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think And then he gets run over by a taxi. We, we have seen Daniel I, I, be very unhinged and just crazy. Yeah. Like he, he punched the wall that time. Oh, was that Chesney? 
Don't know. No, Chesney hit himself with a brick. <laughs> Daniel has definitely shown that he has got a very violent side. Well, he's um, also... And I think he might catch Ryan by surprise. He's a bit of a psychopath, isn't he? Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. But I can also imagine him turning up to a fight with Ryan with a single white glove to slap him around the face. <laughs> so who knows what, what which Daniel would turn up. No, he's fight. a barlow. We'd get him with his fists. He wouldn't want to let his dad I down. I think he pinched. Ken never went round Mike Baldwin's factory and slapped him with a white glove, did he? No, he should have done that. It would have been great. Do you just imagine, I reckon Daniel fights dirty. Oh, sure. Yeah. Pinching. I bet he'd pull his hair. Yeah. Trying to stick his finger over in his ear. Yeah. Yeah, nasty, vicious. Well, he smacked Kem around the head with a poetry book, didn't he? <laughs> He's great. I love him so much. I want to see this now. <laughs> okay, well, we can do a chat GPT thing, can't we? Yeah. We can yeah. Ge- we generate some for me, please. Yeah. So, um, <sighs> you keep writing Daniel's... Ryan's watching the video, but you mean Daniel. Daniel's yes. watching it in the bistro, and he realises... No, Ryan, Ryan realises, <laughs> yeah, okay, Ryan realises when he reviews his video that he recorded the whole conversation and at the end of it, Simon comes and turns it off. So he realises Simon may have seen this. So he rushes off to try to confront him. Yeah, Simon. this is also what, what I didn't, I, 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 sorry, I just didn't think it made sense yeah. that Ryan... Not only did he forget to press pause on the recording, mm-hmm. not only did he go out with Daisy leaving his recording phone in the flat and he didn't realise, but also he didn't think to come back to it for a decent amount of time later. How how do, F does everyone in Weatherfield manage to manage manage to, you know, get by without their phones Listen, for all this time? I think the pair of us are chronically attached to our phones. The whole country, the whole world is chronically but, attached no, to listen, their phones. We have friends who don't reply to messages for, for sometimes days. Yeah. And ask them. Nearly name dropped you then. You know who you are. Who is listening. it? Who are you thinking? George Banks. Oh. I'm thinking of someone else. See, this is what I mean. There's more people. There's loads of people that we know that do this. They'll be like, oh, I didn't even see a message. I wasn't in the room. And I think it's a mobile phone. It's a mobile, it's a portable device. I, I, I am, I'm not the best at replying to messages, I have to say. Well, I hate But you I do too. need to know. I, I do but always listen, know But listen, I always is. have my phone on me because it's my, it measures my steps. Mm. And I have to get my Pikmin. I um, just I, I I think that when Ryan eventually be my friend on Pikmin. If Ryan ever did when he does re- remember that <laughs> he's such a lost his phone. Podcast. It's not correct. He would come back and he would probably just check the video. It just, it, it just didn't Well listen, it didn't this is what happened. You have to deal ring with it. Lots of things me. lots of strange things have happened in the world. Aliens abduct people every day and this is what you find weird. Wow, <laughs> I think your priorities are wrong. Sorry. <laughs> Right, so on, Ryan, I won't, I won't interrupt you again. Daniel Ooh, heads yeah. home and finds Daisy reading to Bertie. And this is when I was triggered again. Remember how much I ranted about Chesney being a crap dad last, no, what? last week? I'm thinking to myself, this man is taking Daisy for granted here. I agree that she shouldn't have cheated on him. I think that's really awful. But he, when he came home and Daisy's there reading to Bertie, he's really mad. She can tell what he's in a mood but he was just says he's tired i'm just thinking in my cynical head he comes home and he's like i was gonna dump her but then i remembered that she washes my pants looks after my child and cooks my dinner and who would do that for me if not daisy do you know mm. what i mean like why is she looking after your kid 
if you're because they're a happy family i know but he doesn't appreciate her do you see what i mean he, he totally does. takes it for granted that she's she's taking on like she's a lots of people lots of people wouldn't want like to look look after someone else's kid she just he takes her for granted but daisy loves Bertie. no i know i'm not saying daisy i'm not saying anyone's doing anything wrong here except for daniel taking her for granted and perhaps the ulterior motive here is that he he sees her as not just a girlfriend, but also a caregiver for his child. That those, It's those... all very convenient for him, isn't it, Michael? That Daisy's the one that's He just he doing just is... Well, I think you take I think you take it for granted too that she should do it. She's not his, his mum. I know. I just think she's that he a good loves person. Her. She's a he, good person for doing he it. He saw in the why video that she for said that she still loved. But why him is she being so taken for granted for all the stuff she does for Bertie? She's not. She, I think he does. Anyway, Ryan comes home and he talks to Simon and says, "Did you see my phone earlier? Because you recorded your <laughs> your big head <laughs> taking it down." And Simon says, "Oh yeah, yeah, I just stopped it recording." And Ryan's relieved. Because he doesn't seem to realise that if Simon had watched the video, he wouldn't have said anything. Hmm. <laughs> oh, are you, are you on strike now? No, 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 no. I just had no comment to make about that. Daniel watches the video again later with his headphones in and he keeps listening to the bit about I love Daniel, I love Daniel. Then he goes to the bistro and he watches Ryan leave. And we, we don't know what he's doing. He's, he, he's scoping him out. He's tracking his movements. Daniel does this thing where he obsesses, doesn't he? He gets really broody. He thinks he's Heathcliff or something. Mm. So on Friday, Simon's... Like a cartoon cat. <laughs> no, that's Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> on Friday, Simon's surprised Daniel hasn't kicked Daisy out. Because he's forgotten. He's like, why can't Carla come around and look after um, Bertie? Instead of if Daisy's not doing yeah, it. Help her channel her obsessions into someone else for a change. Oh, it's chucking it down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Little insight I'm into so the distracted. Uh, meteorological <laughs> phenomena. Is it, why is it raining? Of Southampton. So okay. It's raining. <laughs> wow. Guess what? News flash. Simon surprised. Daniel hasn't kicked Daisy out. Daniel says, I'm forgetting it. Sometimes love doesn't make sense, Simon. You'll know that when you actually get a storyline about something. <laughs> you ever get a, if you ever get either A, a storyline, B, a girlfriend, or you'll C, understand. Yeah, a story about a girlfriend. He says, I've, I'm going to move on with my life. I'm happy with how it is. Meanwhile, Ryan's been offered the job. Hooray! He tells Carla, hooray! But I haven't accepted the job yet. I'm going to think about it because what this means for me and Crystal. And Carla says, you, you better hurry up. PR jobs at gyms don't come along every day. Daniel and Daisy are in the bistro. Ryan comes in. Everyone's all excited and hyped up about this. And Daniel's got his nose completely out of joint here um, because he knows that if Ryan gets his job, he's going to stay in Manchester in the area and Daisy and him will have more chances to, to get it on. And Daisy maybe looks happy for him. So Daniel gets Yeah, annoyed. at the end of that scene, I said, is Daisy looking a bit... A bit pleased with us and you said I don't think so but well that's what you think think. I think she was Daniel 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 and Daisy are supposed to be having lunch together where's Bertie gone does he go to school how old is he um I'm gonna say no right so he's just he's just look after yourself for for an hour we're going to the bistro he might be so they're having lunch together and then Daniel goes oh my phone I've just remembered I'm a teacher I've got to go to work oh yeah because he decided he just declares at the beginning decided to Take the day off work today. I know I don't know what it's like for prison teachers, but... 
I well, don't know if you can like... just take... But they, they, the thing is, they must have different types of holidays because they don't think they have half term in prison. No. <laughs> summer holidays. Six weeks. Yeah, of... I've gone to prison, but it's during the summer holidays, so I can do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I just think Corrie had a very strange concept of time in this week's episode. Tonight's you were complaining episode. all I was, week. I was complaining Why about all the things... No, I was complaining Why about it, it not being dark. Because... Yeah, people are bunking off school, but when other people, like in today's episode, when Sam was back from school, it was still light outside. Well, I tell you, when I'm kicking the kids out at the end of the day at the moment, it's getting a bit getting a bit dingy out there. So, um... Yes. Check, check the sunset times, Coronation Street. It, currently, sunset is at 15.59. Yeah, exactly. It's getting so. ready to go down. So, um, I didn't think that that was consistent. Mm. Just, just putting it out. Hmm. Yeah, that's it. Do you want to carry on? Daniel says, I've got to go in to work. And he tells Simon on the way out, I need the keys to your flat. So he sneaks into the flat, goes to the bedrooms. And um, we don't see what he's up to. But then Daisy goes over to Ryan and congratulates him. And he says, look, just so you know, I didn't take the job because of you. And she says, "What what does Crystal think? And Ryan says, I haven't actually told her yet. And she says, you should probably tell her soon. You need honesty in a relationship, after all. Ooh, ha, ha that sounds ironic coming from me, the big fat cheat. Later on, Daniel's at Ryan's new gym place, which I assume must be the headquarters of the gym chain, because it didn't look like a gym, did it? It just looked like a kitchen with a reception. Oh, I haven't been inside a gym for at least 10 years, generally. Normally Maybe that's what they look like these days. A gym. So a gym is just a kitchen, but somebody slaps your hand if you try to eat anything. <laughs> so he looks like he's going to dob this dob Ryan into them because he's like, I want to speak to the manager of Ryan, please. Daniel comes home, finds Daisy's knocked off because he ran off in the middle of lunch. So he says, let's go to an art exhibition because there's free wine. So she goes, she agrees. And then he says, look, we, we need to we need to stop taking each other for granted See, I told you, he takes her for granted. Uh, let's do more fun things like drink wine and look at art. You can do that at home, Daniel. You don't have to change your, into your bra then, do you? <laughs> Ryan, while he's celebrating... Oh, yeah, Daisy was saying, she's, what did she say? I'm in my comfies. comfies. <laughs> That's what you say to me sometimes. Oh, I'm going to shop. I'm like, nope. Took my bra off. <laughs> it's not going yeah, back to Yeah, we had to go to the post office this week. And well, I was like, already no. dressed. For what? Bed. No, I was dressed. I, I went. That's why I went to the post office with you. Yeah, but the day before I wanted to go yeah, to the no, post office with you, your bra was off, so we couldn't go. <laughs> it doesn't so go back on again the same day. I, I don't know very much about these things, but it does putting it, a bra on. They're disposable. <laughs> Once you take them off, you have to throw them away. Get a new one. <laughs> I get it. It's like contact lenses. Daily. Daily or monthly. <laughs> Daily or monthly. <laughs> right, so then... While Can you get, like, coloured ones? Oh, like, God. change your boob colour, like you get coloured contact lenses? Ask, ask earlier about <laughs> coloured sports bras. Ryan gets an email from the gym while they're celebrating and it says they've receded or rescinded his job offer. Carla's completely steaming drunk at the moment and can't seem to even read words, which is kind of what I'm having trouble with as well. (laughs) So she decides, I'm not having that. And she's going to go down the gym and... uh, March down that gym and uh, and talk to the headmaster, I mean the manager about it. That's right. Honestly, how old is he now? He's like, he's like 30, 31 or so. And his aunt is going to try and fight his corner with his almost boss. It wasn't so much that, boss. that Carla decided to do, do this. Because Carla's just 
uh, bullshit, bullshit anyway. But it's the fact that Ryan was like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I know, he didn't really try and stop her, did he? We saw them turning up at the gym and he's trailing behind her like he doesn't really want her there, but come on. What's the point of that too? Because they go there and they say, you can't see Carlos and then they leave. So why did they have that scene? I don't really know. I I wonder whether we'll see more of that set because they they, made a set set for it. I mean, normally they... Yeah, if they weren't going to go back there, they probably wouldn't have bothered. Yeah, but so. then again, they had the um, the brewery uh, conference room that we never saw again. Yeah, but that was that just looked a bit like a room in the Coronation Street studios that they, they pimped out slightly. This looked like they had a bit... I don't know, it just felt like they had a bit more thought put into it. Maybe I'm wrong. So, Daniel tells Simon that what has happened here is that he told the gym that Ryan was juicing. Juicing up, as they say Taking on the steroids. Yes. Honestly, that's confusing terminology because somebody who was, you know, trying to get buff would juice. <laughs> yeah, they would, not they? They would have all kinds of, like, wheatgrass shots and things mm. like that. Yeah. Simon, Simon's like, why would you do such a thing, Daniel? That's awful. Well, what the hell Simon's are you talking about? Simon, make your mind up. Drug dealers. Simon needs to make his mind up here because one minute he's like, yeah, get him. Daniel grind his face into the dirt, and the next minute he's saying, no, you can't use a man his job. Mm, I did. I think that he had a bit of a that was weird. strange personality. Daniel switch, says, so. look, I don't care. Dan, Dan, Ryan's better off in Scotland with Crystal anyway, so if this, this gets him there, good. Daisy spots Ryan, who's like moping in Victoria Gardens. They've come back from their wine and art evening, which, you know, is the heights of sophistication that Ryan could never even dream of conjuring up for her. But she's not even grateful, is she? She goes and sees if he's all right. And he says, oh, I was going to go, going to have a job at a gym, but I can't now. They rescinded my offer. And Daniel says, maybe it's the universe's way of telling you to sod off and leave my girlfriend alone. (laughs) (laughs) Later on, Ryan meets up with Crystal in, not the bistro, the... Was it Speed Doll? Speed Doll. And she was, oh, she's such a... It was Crystal, wasn't it? I think She's so dull. She was sitting there with her hands in her lap, waiting, like a Stepford wife that hasn't been turned on yet. You know what I mean? She was just like staring blankly into space. She wasn't looking at the menu. She wasn't reading a book. She wasn't looking at her phone. She wasn't making a funny shape with a napkin. She was just sitting and waiting for Ryan. nothing else going on in her life What a boring, boring woman she is. She really, really is dull. So Ryan comes and says, you know, that gym job, I didn't get it. Maybe we should go to Glasgow. She's like, yay! And for some reason, Daniel's coming after him and he's listening and he's going, Daniel's. He's still clearly being a bit of a... Stalker, bit of a creepy weirdo. stalker about it, which is ironic considering at the beginning of the year he was in a storyline about stalkers and uh, now the boot is on the other foot. How do you like it? Mm. Um, yeah, I, I'm hoping that there's still more to come between this Ryan and Daniel because he's... I want a confront- confrontation. If I don't get one, then they, they're going to do a confrontation, I mean, they? Clearly Ryan is not going up to Glasgow or if he is, he's not going to be there for much longer. But, for um, very long. Yeah. Yeah, for very long, sorry. Um, and yeah... It, Daniel is known for being, yeah, a little bit. So whose side are you on, though? Who's Def- you on definitely here? Daniel. Okay, he's been wronged. Yeah, I don't disagree. I'm only on Daniel's side in in so much as I want chaos to reign. I also don't think Ryan and Daisy are any good together. Ryan and Daisy. No, I don't think they are. I think that they could be, but no. the fact is, she's having a happy life with Daniel. She's 
Poor old Bertie. Just imagine what he'd be like if uh, she decides to go with Brian. Exactly. Mm. It's it's not this this really this story is not painting her in a good light whatsoever, is it, Daisy? They've really done a number on her. <laughs> yeah, this is it's weird. Especially because... when she's giving like little lingering looks at Ryan and going, "Oh well, I'm kind of glad you're not going to Glasgow." She's such a oh yeah minx. Yeah, she re- yeah not in a good way. Oh. I I. When you look do like you think, that, how can you help it? Do you think that Ryan and Daisy are going to end up together after all this? Or no. Are, do you not? I hope not. I want Daniel and Daisy to stay together. I want there to be a couple on Coronation Street that have their ups and downs, but always stay together. Yeah. Why not Why not Daniel right and Daisy? He's a legacy character. He's Ken Barlow's son. She's like one of the most popular female characters on the show. She's... Um, one of the most popular other female characters, stepdaughter. She's got a place in the Rovers. They should be the new Jack and Vera or whatever you, you want. Th- you know what I mean? Do you think that if um, Ryan did go up north, do you think that um, Daisy would be able to forget about him or would she just sit no, there moaning, pining moaning. with Daniel? Da- Ryan's going to go so far up north he's gone back down south again because it's the south of Scotland. Around. Um, is he, so is she, is she going to realise now, do you think, you know, I... Relatively speaking. I never realised how happy I would be that you're not going to Glasgow and is she going to maybe try She's gonna and make kiss a him move Christmas. on him again? She's going to kiss him on Christmas Day and, and, or the day before Christmas or something. I don't know if there's a word for that. And then maybe Daniel will see it and they'll have a fight on Christmas Day. I want there to be a fight, a Christmas fight. I want there to be tinsel thrown and jingle bells flying through the air and reindeer horns going through people's skulls. I, well, maybe. I I hope there's something. I'm just, I'm kind of also interested in what's going on with the pub and, and Daisy's plans with Jenny to get that back open again well, like because her... that's been another side story that seems mm. completely thrown by the wayside at the moment. I liked her weak protest that she was going to j- job hunt if it wasn't for the fact that um, Daniel whisked her off for a lunch that never happened. Mm. Like, what's stopping you now then? So are you, did you on the whole enjoy this story this week? Um, was it okay? Um, oh yeah, it's alright. Yeah, I'm, I... I think it's fun that Daniel found out. I I'm think glad things have moved forward, but there. Who, who... Watching him obsessively looking at that video was so creepy, though, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, I, I think you would, though. I think it yeah, was quite you realistic. You would, um, you would. And, and Rob, my lad, did a, a jolly good job of the, the look of horror on his face and obsession about Daniel's it. Daniel's such a good character, too, because he's so inside his, his own head all the time. Mm. So he's going to never let this go. He th- he When he told um, Simon, I'm just going to move on. You know that... Does he even believe that about himself? I don't think it's, he could. He, he, he I think will. he would, I think never, he never would hold thinking. it yep, to, to, to hold it over her. He might even let her know that he knew at some point, but say, like, I'm going to take you back. I, but then don't he know. would still... Yeah. I don't think he likes brooding. He does. He is such a I brooder. He's like, I look really handsome when I brood. It's like when he's obsessively watching those Sinead videos, isn't it? Yeah, he just loves to look at his phone and bite his fingernails. Yeah, he's going to get square eyes. Right. Tragic, tragic things he sees on there. Try he's got videos, he's got yeah. so many tragic women videos. Maybe he should join OnlyFans. There's probably loads of tragic women on there. <laughs> he like, um, maybe there are. there's a section for women who cry. I, I, I'm still not completely <laughs> and utterly hooked by this storyline. I'm... I'm so I'm more interested to find out what happens here than I am with say the Ed storyline or or the Asher and Nina storyline. No, I want to see. I'm actually obsessed with this Wendy house. I'm actually obsessed with it. If you we don't get to, to find... see this Wendy house, I'm going to be so mad. 
<laughs> okay, well, so, you know, we've only got two weeks to wait until the big day, until the Wendy House unveiling, so... I'm sure we won't be disappointed there. Right, um, the the eyeless storyline. Let's move on to that. Yes. I'm oh, sorry. I just thought you were getting up then, but you're just up, taking just, taking the hot. hot blanket off your knees. Mm-hmm. So, basically, in this story this week, <sighs> Nina Nina is being Nina, a bit Nina. is a being a bit needy. Nina and, needy. And trying to get Asher jealous, and Asher does get. And then, and then Asher finds out and thinks that Nina's being Why immature. Why are you doing this again? That's basically it. It just... It's, literally. I, I love the characters of Nina and Asher, but this storyline's just not working. And it's because they're trying to make us feel sad about the end of the relationship without putting in any of the legwork. Not a single bit of legwork in the previous, what, year and a half, two years nearly that they've been together to make us love the couple. At this point, I'm thinking, yeah, split them up. But I shouldn't be thinking that because I think that they could make a good couple. It's only recently that I realised that they were dating because I I forgot. Yeah, you shouldn't. You, that that shouldn't happen. You well, shouldn't. I mean, it's partly a natural, couple breaking obviously. up shouldn't be the reminder that they they're going, going out. <laughs> but it's something that happens to Corey, you know, not infrequently. Yeah. It's the same with um, Sarah and Adam. There's been a couple of times like, oh yeah, they're married because they're talking about the marriage breaking up. You know. <laughs> Are you going to read this out? Yeah, no, I will. I will. I. I. It feels to me that Nina's character has. It's not. It's not. It's not assassination. She just isn't this quite She's the same as she loser. was. Yeah, she she was always like the cool one. She was the one that yeah, well, you know, the... Asha was the one that looked up to her. Nina was the older cool girl, mm. and Asha was the kind of like the the, the nerd really. She was she and wasn't cool, but she reveled in her in her difference. And now, her, I don't no, care. No, I think she was cool. She was. You, you you're talking about cool as being like mainstream, and I'm talking about cool as in just being. Yeah, cool. she was alternate cool. Of course but she, she is. She she was she was always very confident in herself, and it's like, yeah, this is who I am. Yeah, deal, deal with, with it. it. Um, but now she's just become a bit of an insecure Sad wreck. Loser. Uh, and it, and it doesn't match up with you know when after Seb died I think Asher brought it up today that she got really obsessed with Nina's uh, sorry with Asher's whereabouts and. Um, she had and then PTSD, she had, and then yeah, she went yeah, to counselling. She, she took her makeup off and everything, but she wore a jumper. It, I, I'm not seeing enough of the the Nina that would. What does she do when? Have we ever seen a, a storyline where a man goes through some trauma and then wears a different outfit? <laughs> I don't because know because it happens all the time on Coronation Street. <laughs> yeah, that's so, somebody put. I can't remember if it was on Digital Spy Forum or the uh, or Reddit this week where people were saying about tropes on soaps, and one of them was a woman shows that she's going through a trauma by wearing an unflattering baggy tracksuit, yeah. and it's so true. It's like, what's wrong, Adam? Why are you wearing a slanket to work? <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, I, I want I want to see something that gives Nina more of a oomph back. I don't know whether it's just. I wouldn't. Who would want to go out with her now? She's whinging. She's jealous. She's clingy. She doesn't seem to have her own social life outside of what Asha wants to do. She made up friends that don't exist. She she she. And that's the most Coronation Street thing ever, isn't it? It's going to turn out that Simon's flatmates are also made up. She she she's set up this stupid thing with with Shona, which I thought was funny, but actually in reality is lame as hell. She she's drinking a lot. The problem is nobody on Coronation Street has got friends, and they've just used this storyline to highlight the fact that it's Nina that hasn't got one. But if you look at uh, everybody's social nobody. circles with a, with friends. more than just a cursory glance, you'll realise that everyone. 
everybody on Coronation Street has got a friend circle of about two people, yeah. if that. Also, last week she was she turned up to that social gathering with Asha and her colleagues and showed herself up there. Mm. Like, this is not Nina. This is not what Nina's like. No. Asha should dump her. They've just, just made her look a bit pathetic. And Molly Gallagher is brilliant, but she's she's not been given the material that makes Nina... Nina should be perky, fun, sarcastic, dry, yeah. energetic, upbeat, positive. She should always get the upper hand. Yeah. Not not whining and moaning on and yeah. complaining about having Mo- a Mooning after Asha. Hmm. It, she should have kicked her to the curb. Like, Who? Asha. Yeah, that's what I said. And I know that Asha hasn't made any moves on Isla, but she was. She just has, for, for weeks, been completely oblivious to the fact that Nina has got a bit of a problem with her constantly talking about her. Mm. It's like if you, you know, if Paris thought you ever I thought any. I talked about Coronation Street a little bit too much and me not Are noticing at all. Are you sleeping with her? <laughs> Who is this Coronation Street? Um, right, okay then. So, uh, Nina and Asha, after all their dramas in the previous week, start off on Monday saying, you know what, fresh start. Nina, let, let's let's not go through any of this again. We're back, we're, we're strong, we're going to be okay. But then Isla gets uh, a text. No. Asha, what? Isla texts Asha saying, let's meet up. And Asha's like, yeah, no, that's what I was gonna no, say. I won't. I'm going to be with Nina, see? Oh, yeah. And then yeah. Nina says, no, 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 you should go. But then she looks mad. Yeah, oh. So but then, then they do meet up. They, thank you. Asher and Isla do indeed meet up. Asher wants to go to the library because she's Nerd. a massive square. Because, yeah, she wants to do revision, doesn't she? And Isla's like, no, you but don't what? need books. Isla's, Let's go and have fun. Isla's w- went weird on Monday too, didn't she? She's like trying to jeopardise Asher's future career. Like, nah, don't study. Let's get drunk. <laughs> well, maybe she just fancies um, Asher coming off the course so that it's not weird that she's dating her mentor because that's her little fantasy about what she wants that. to happen. Anyway, uh, Amy's there too. Amy's like bizarrely just spectating this crumbling relationship this week, isn't she? me this week that Amy had just turned into everyone's, like, the manifestation of their conscious, I believe you, because she was just there t- commenting on everyone else's storylines. She was she was just kind of enjoying the drama of it yeah, this week. Yeah, she's just laughing at everybody. I, th- I think it's just this newfound spunk that she's required, that, sorry, that she has acquired since becoming Hang Weatherfield's on, vigilante. You know, not, okay, not... I, I thought that he got away with it. No, I was talking about it in the metaphorical sense. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, she's she seems like she's got this, I don't care about anything, I don't care what anyone thinks about me. She's certainly a lot more upbeat than she was before. She doesn't she doesn't feel the same, Amy, as she was before. I still like her, I this still like her with Amy's portrayal of her, but she's she's yeah, got a bit different now. But, but this, has she given up trying to is, get all the evil spikers now? A- Amy and and Nina would had different personalities this week, it felt. A- a- Amy, particularly in tonight's like, episode. Amy just was like troubled quite... PTSD like Batman but poor. Like in, up until this week, and now she's just like laughing at Asher and Nina's mm. relationship woes. She she used to be a little just a bit more dark on Wednesdayish, didn't she? But I mean, we're going back five anyway. five years or so. But I don't know. I, I don't mind. I still enjoyed her. Just, she just seemed to just be enjoying diff- herself. Just felt a little bit different today. Um, anyway, so Isla um, and Asher go to the bistro for some lovely wine, and Isla says, "Look." Um, my my ex keeps texting me, wanting to get back with me. Why can't he? Why can't he let me get on with things? He's so needy. Um, and Asher gives Isla a look like, "Oh, I need, I need you." I thought she gave her a look like, "Oh God, I know someone like that." 
I don't know, maybe it was a mixture of both. Um, and Anila also makes a, a bit of a comment about, a throwaway comment about, oh, maybe, you know, I should just take men off the menu for the time being and try giving women a try. And that's just like, mm-hmm. you, what you, are you mean saying? that? Um, if this was a man doing this, it would be really cringe and a bit inappropriate. Yeah. If, her, if a mentor, a work mentor who's older than you, He's responsible for helping you learn. Said, let's not go to the library. Let's go get drunk and I'll tell you about my ex and also talk about how much I want to get in your pants. Well, she she starts talking about, oh, you know, there's someone else that I really like. Yes. And Ash is like thinking, are you talking about You're me? You're not subtle. There? No, she really, really wasn't. <laughs> um, so, so Amy sees Nina later on and accidentally drops Asher in it by mentioning how she's out on the lash with Isla. And Nina's like, hang on a minute, I thought they were supposed to be studying. So she drops into the bistro um, just as Asher's trying to get out of Isla how long she's fancied this other friend. So um, the conversation has like, to oh, abruptly stop there. Oh, I don't, I don't know how long I fancied them. How long have you been incidentally working with me? It feels like this storyline's been going on for about six months. I think maybe I fancied her for that long. I don't know. So Asha is on the phone to... Um, oh, no, sorry. They go back home to the to, to number seven later, which seems to be just completely unoccupied, save for those two this week, doesn't it? The like, rest I don't of know, the Alahans I don't know where the like, rest of the clan are. Well, Ber- Bernie's the in prison. Clan. She, she is, Bernie's yes. in prison. But the re- Dev and Nadia are like, I don't want to be around Nina she's such a drag mm-hmm. let's just move out and not tell them just buy another house yeah so I'd um, literally, I would literally rather buy another house than listen to Nina moaning <laughs> again um, Nina's um, not really mad at Asha for bunking off studying but she says look let's let's have a nice oh no I can't have an evening together with you because I'm going out seeing a mate but she won't says who and she heads out um, and Asher is on the phone to someone else later because she's decided that things are getting a little bit too close between her and Isla at the moment and maybe she should have a different mentor. That's the most sensible thing that anyone's done in this whole story. But is is she doing... It depends on whether she's doing it because she thinks I need to have less time with Isla or is she doing it to say, well, it's weird me going out with a mentor, but if she wasn't my mentor anymore, then it's either all way, okay. Either way, it's sensible. I guess so. So Nina's on her own at the bistro Nina doesn't later. actually meet up with anybody. She doesn't have any friends, no. So this college mates thing you were moaning about, college gang, mm. you said last week was stupid because of, do they all share the same phone? Yeah. Did she make them up? Has she literally got a burner phone, college gang? <laughs> I don't know Because anymore. it didn't make sense that they all had the same... I guess, I guess she does have some college does friends, she, but she's maybe... How much has she been like? It's the, too, the this is quite confusing. I don't know, I don't know. But she has got one Why friend, and this is Shona. Friends. She's got her work friend, um, who decides to take it upon herself to um, add an... No, she renames herself in Nina's phone, doesn't she? As, this was so Rob. bizarre. This is just... Show, like, Shona should bear no responsibility for this, because she's got brain damage. Literally, she's brain damaged. And she's coming to Nina with this cock and ball idea about how to win... Asha's heart. I didn't and think Nina's it was like, that bad of a plan. Nina's like, That's, this sounds great. By the way, what happened to you in a box at Christmas? <laughs> no, Shona just says, you know, if, if Asha thinks that you're getting a bit of attention from, from no, me, aka this. Rob, then she'd be a bit more it's appreciative of you. It's funny in a soap opera. I thought this was funny, but really, this is awful. Shona, yeah, Shona says, I'll pretend to be Rob and I'll send you messages and it will make Asha jealous. No, because why are you texting Rob? What plausible it... reason do you have to have a, a man on your phone 
that you're texting and hiding. Yeah, but Nina's that just never making out that he's a friend. Before. Anyway, um, on Wednesday's episode, Asha notices this one of the first texts from Rob saying, <laughs> "Do you want to meet up later?" With a double kiss on. See, the I don't trust everything. a man that does just, kisses. Just a friend, Nina says. Well, maybe that should be the giveaway that it's actually a girl that was doing Exactly. That. And I hate this. Te- kisses on texts. I don't mind it. Oh, I don't. I, I, as long as people don't expect me to put kisses back. Yeah. This is what. No, this it. is what happens. I always think I'm being a bitch because I don't go kiss, kiss, kiss. But I have like work. Is it like, don't leave me hanging. Smooch in the air. I have work people that I always. Unless, if I don't put a kiss on the end, it looks like I'm pissed off. <laughs> and sometimes I leave it off when I am mad by accident. Yeah, right? no. Right. So, so it gives me such a dilemma. I wish we didn't do it. It's a very British middle-aged woman thing to do, I think. <laughs> do you not think? Yeah, I think no. it's a very weird British phenomena. I don't think other people do this in different countries. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's like a mummy Facebook thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> kiss, kiss. Um... So Nina is still um, is still suffering from last night at work later, and Shona says like, "How things are going? Did how's how's my Rob trick going? Did it, did it work?" And Nina's like, oh, "I'm not so sure." So she, so so Shona, rather than saying you know it was a bit of a silly idea, she's like, "Right, I'm gonna up my game." And I I did find it quite funny how Shona was really getting into character for Rob. Yeah, what's this... wrong with Rob? Yeah, he's smart. He went to university. He's got a degree. Yeah. The, she but should... can, I, can I just be clear about the kisses on text? It's only work things. I think it's weird for work purposes, don't you? Yes. Friends yeah. is fine. Oh yeah, yeah, that's don't, fine. Just don't be. Kissing I don't. Me still at work. don't do it. No. But well, I don't normally. <laughs> anyway, um, Shona gets yeah offended on Rob's behalf when Nina says, "I think this is a bit of a silly idea." I mean, Shona hasn't got much else excitement going on in her life at the moment. There's not much drama oh, I mean, going on in the Platt family. So um, just let her have this. She's battered all the baps. There's nothing else to do. Exactly. Um, meanwhile, Isla has showed up at number seven, looking a bit anxious, saying, Asher, I need to... I've just heard that you, you want to switch paramedic crews. What's going on? And Asher says, look, I love working with you. I just want more experience, that's all. And I was like, oh, thank goodness for that. I thought you didn't want to spend time with me. And this is when she drops the bombshell that the person that she was referring to at the uh, bistro the other day when she said she fancied someone and she has done for a long time. Is it you, Asher? Just a little bit. And Asher's like, well, you know, I don't think... You weren't... But you weren't... Didn't all. want things to get complicated. Exactly. I, I was just like, oh, yeah, well, maybe not. It's fine. It's fine. We can still be mates. So um, she heads off. Isla's got Nina really oversees. bad judgment here. What? Why? Asher's more mature than Isla is. Because Isla's like, literally telling her she fancies her, finding out that she got switched crews and not getting the hint that it's because of her inappropriate behaviour. And then saying... Oh, you're you're right. I guess we don't like you know. She, mm. she if, if Asha hadn't said that, she wouldn't have backpedaled, would she? No, you're right. You're right. She's this is really inappropriate. Mm. Just because she's a cute young woman doesn't mean that she can't be inappropriate at work with somebody. She's she has power over over Asha because she's her superior and she was her mentor. Maybe this is how it's going to end. I wonder whether she will like because surely, surely the story's got to get a little bit more interesting. This and maybe Isla's going to. But we've already had a stalking story, haven't we? I was wondering whether she you would get a little bit obsessed. Stalking everybody. I wonder whether she could start to get a little bit obsessed with Asha and not leave her alone and you know bombard her with messages. And but it, that yeah, it would feel a bit too close to the Justin story. So I don't know. I think sometimes with stories like this, people hear criticism about what I was doing and say, "Oh, you, how are you ever supposed to meet anyone or date anybody if you can't do this or do that or at work it's inappropriate and stuff." There's there's definitely 
ways of doing it, that is not what Isla's done here. Taking her out when she wanted to study, getting her drunk, telling her all this stuff about, you know, veiled secrets about I fancy somebody. It, yeah, it, it's not, not suitable. There are ways to date behavior, people at sure. work that don't involve being a creepy weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway... They can ne- still be mates. Ne- Nina speaks with Asher later because she's seen Isla leaving the house. She's like, what's going on with us recently? Why did you swap crews? And Asher says that at this point, Asher's bi. And she Isla's admits, bi. Isla's bi, sorry. And she admits that she has had feelings that for her. Um, and, and I can't believe that Asher's outing Isla is bi because on Coronation Street, the tradition is to never admit that you're bisexual. Well, but but Nina and Asher are kind of bi themselves, aren't they? I don't think they're kind of bi. I think mm. they are. But they, nobody will ever say they are. This is what annoys me about. And but it's not just Coronation Street that does this. Hashtag no labels, Gemma. I know, but it's like, what is wrong with being <laughs> and saying that you're bisexual? I don't Some get it. Some characters have. I can't remember. No, they who. haven't. I think they have. I, think I don't they think have. they have. I think we've had loads of discussions about this because you can literally, you can name many, many characters that are that are actually bisexual, none of whom have ever I think said. Paula did. Paula Martin. Mm, okay. Oh, we've spoken about it at the time, mm. but it's, it's notable to me that Isla never said that she was bi. Asha's saying about it about her. Yeah, I think you're Do right. Do you see what I'm saying here? Mm. I'm de- I'm I'm on. I'm trying to defend bisexual people here because they don't get representation on this show, even though they do. Mm. They get a bunch of people who are bisexual, and I'm sorry to be cynical here for the purposes of the plot. Yeah, because they want them to date boys and girls and make it more complicated and more interesting and intriguing more for, for the story but they won't ever say they're bisexual yeah no I know I know we have you're right we have talked about this in the past um anyway so Nina meets up with Shona later in Weathy Gardens Weathy Weathy yeah Weathy Gardens yeah Weathy Gardens oh it's Vicky Gardens sorry Vicky Gardens Shona says um, I think you'll find it's not called Weathy Gardens Shona tells Nina as long as um you trust Asha, it's going to be fine. And Nina is clearly having a bit of trust issues herself. And uh, she comes home and admits to Asha, look, I've been really, really insecure recently. I just want to go back to the way things were. And they tell each other they love each other and they kiss. And, and I thought, the end good. Of, I thought that's the end of that. Good, then. this was silly, but, but nope. okay. It just carries on going. On Friday, they still can't get it together, can they? No, because this this Rob thing is still going on. <laughs> Um, and and Shona sees uh, sorry Nina sees the message, doesn't she? No, what I'm talking about, Asha. Asha sees Asha a message sees on the message. That's right. Nina's on phone, Nina's from phone Rob. from Rob, aka Shona, and starts to look very suspicious of this. And um, she she confronts her in the cafe later, and she and Nina says, "Oh yeah, it's Shona. Sorry, I just wanted to make you a little bit jealous." Asha says, "You mega immature." Strops off, showing her right. immaturity herself. No. When Nina explained the plan to her, I was thinking, yeah, this this is the stupidest plan ever. What did you think was going to happen? I think you're right. If this was real life, it would be, It'd be just the most feeble-minded thing you've ever but heard of. It's, it seems like for a soap plot, yeah. Yeah, that's what you would do. That's, that's, that's exactly what you would do. Makes, makes a few minutes, makes a few scenes of drama, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so anyway, they... 
This is when Asher talks to Amy, doesn't it? Yeah, Amy says... Amy thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, don't... Don't be hard on her. Don't be too hard on her. It was just a silly joke. And Asher goes back and talks it through with Nina and says, look, you have been pretty possessive recently. Um, Reminds me a little bit of what you were like after Seb died and you were trying to find out where I was and everything. And Nina says, look, well, you know, it's not just been that. I've also been making up, getting out with my mates all this time as well. And Asher's like, oh, I can't believe it. And strops off again. There's, there's, two, there's two. This they, they, they can't. They every time it looks like that their relationship is working its way back up again, and and you know is going is showing some semblance of stability. Somebody says, says something that sets the other ones dropping <laughs> off somewhere. They, it's almost like they harassed you too. It's almost like they're young and. Uh, in a in one of they, their first uh, they, mature that's relationships. True, that's true. They they are they are they're actually young, silly, young, aren't they? Yeah, but that's okay. It's not. They're not. They're not the they, most they easy couple. They shouldn't to have to be the wisest people on the with street at the moment. Yeah, it did. I didn't know what to think about this when Asher and Nina start talking about her mental health. I thought, I don't know. Can we really blame being jealous on being? on mental health issues. If I if I was I mean, Nina, I guess it is part of, of that, but you can't just use that all the time. I think if I was Nina, I would probably be a bit jealous as well. Yeah, I, I would be sick and tired of hearing about Ida all the time. She's not all that. Yeah. But, um... If you came home from work and you're like, I was a new, a new teacher started today. Oh, she's, she's so funny and cool and she knows all these great stories and she's teaching me all these new things about teaching. I never knew before and we're going to do some planning later. I'd be like, no, 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 no. This is not happening. No, mm. no, no. So I, I'm on Nina's <laughs> side to some extent, but I do think she's just being a, a tad wet. Mm-hmm. And, and like yeah, I said wet before, blanket. the... The fact that there has been no commitment to showing what a great couple this is and what a tragedy it would be if they split up just makes me think I, I don't really care, unfortunately. But I like both of them. It's, it's I, I like the idea of them being together. I don't know. I, mean, I like, d- I don't Despite know I the now. fact that Coronation Street refuses to show that they are well suited for each other and head over heels in love with each other, I, I think that going forward, this could be a real decent... Um, you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking legendary couple or anything like that. But I think that they, they, they really could have the potential. But Corey doesn't seem to want to invest in them. Do you think at the end of this they will have split up? Is this a long drawn out split up story, or is it just one of them? It feels like they're going to split up, but actually they end it and they're stronger than ever. Mm. What's your What's your prediction? Mm, don't know. I, d- I don't know who else they'd go out with. I th- I think that they are too. I think they've got some, they've got potential chemistry. Could and they I think be a because future, of that. Nick and Leanne, where they're on and off again all their lives. I don't know. Like Twin Flames. Oh, did we all watch that documentary? They could do, they could oh, do. I thought we talked about, about that, that already. Cotton. We've talked about that already. Right, let's, let's move Why on. Why is to... everyone wearing a fluffy jacket? What's going on? Nobody told me about this. We're shearing jackets. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't like, I don't like it. Why hmm. is everyone wearing the same jacket in different colours? They were like having a jacket convention, like a shearing jacket convention. At one point, every single character had the same jacket in various different configurations. Maybe they had them on offer in Primark when the Cory costume department were going off hunting. They're like, oh, I love all these. Just buy all of them, shall we? Yes. It's going to be winter when we when these episodes get filmed. We won't tell the uh, the lighting department when they're filming all the evening scenes in bright sunlight, but at least they'll be dressed for the cold. It's always cold up north. Anyway, talking of furry jackets, Gemma. <laughs> fur coats, I mean... Here's a, dog, here's a dog story. 
A dog wearing a furry jacket. And also Hope. On Monday, Cassie and Hope are Christmasing up the house and Cassie wants to have a birthday party for Hope. And she's like, oh, what colour theme do you want? And and Hope's just being a bit of a cow about it, wasn't she? She yeah, wasn't really she was. engaging in it. Like, uh, this is, this is a, yeah, we've, we've seen not so much of Cassie recently. One thing I will say. I think she's trying. About Cassie this week is that she's, almost every scene, she had this manic smile on her face. She really feels like she's trying too she's hard. Really and I don't, and, and Claire Sweeney is a fantastic actress, so I think she must be doing it on purpose, but she really, she's coming unnerving. across as desperate and manic. She looks more unhinged than Ryan does at the moment, and he's got far more reason to you mean be. mean Daniel? Oh, sorry, Daniel, yeah. yeah. She's got far more reason to be than he is. But yeah, she's just so, so desperate for her family's approval still. Yeah, just having your nan, like, rictus grinning at you, going, what colour do you want your party to be? With this unblinking stare. And you know that she's got substance abuse issues and you don't know if she's actually on something or if she's just happy. Mm. I think that the theme was, um, was double denim. In Friday's it episode, was. because both her and Cassie were were there in their nineties jackets and uh and no like rings as well. Bewitched. They were they were they were a bit, weren't they? Uh-uh. Yeah. Um. Anyway, go on. Well, she on. Said, Tyrone says to Cassie, "Look, don't don't go too full on with these birthday plans. Just let Hope decide what she wants." But when she's trying to talk to Hope later about it, Hope says, "Look, I don't actually want you to come because you'll probably do something to ruin it." And then she runs upstairs like a cow. Later on, I've never could. seen a cow run upstairs. I don't think they'd be able to manage the no, steps, Michael, actually. No, Michael, actually. I think you're fine. They can go up, but they can't come back down. <laughs> <laughs> Later on in the evening, Tyrone tells Cassie, don't worry about it. Hope's, Hope's just a moody... Moody soon-to-be teenager. A moody stair-wielding cow. What? <laughs> on Wednesday, Cassie discovers that Hope's gone into school early because she didn't want to see her. Evelyn comes home and finds Cass- Cassie's putting up the tree... And Cassie's reminiscing about... This was a nice little scene. This glass reindeer decoration from when she was young. And Evelyn says, yeah, I know. I know about it. Oh, I got it right here. And she pulls it out of her bag. And they reminisce about all the happy Christmas memories they had and getting sentimental. And then... Cassie... uh, Evelyn doesn't like to, to show her weakness. Well, then she obviously considers sentimentality a weakness. Yeah. I, I, I think that they could have squeezed a little bit more. This it did could feel have a been... bit like a, it should have been a longer scene. Yeah, just, and I, I can't believe this glass reindeer has survived the week without being smashed. I think it's I, probably safe now. As soon as we saw it, we were like, that's Hope's going to break that into pieces. I thought it was a really lovely moment when Evelyn dug around in the bag and was like, I, I've still got it. But I still got it, baby. <laughs> I, I think that they could have squeezed a little bit more and that would have been a, a proper character and mum and daughter bonding, building relationship well, kind of scene. Sm- they did a bit of it. They, they, they did a bit. It just felt like they could have pushed it a little bit more. Evelyn gives her some advice about Hope. Says, look, she's just, she's just testing you out. You need to carry on as normal because things will work out. Then we get the sub story here, which is dog abuse. I think it, I don't know whether it was a sub story. I mean, a sub yeah, sub story. It was a, definitely a sub story. That poor little poor little dog. Um, but it wasn't to do with Hope's birthday. It wasn't. It kind of was a separate it's story. Still, but I'm so, bunging it all in together anyway. So so, um, Evelyn sees outside of Roy's a man dragging a dog about, and she tries to get Roy to film it. And the man gets in their face and starts complaining. You know, having a go at him. I thought this was kind of funny because. 
Evelyn did a really good job of what could be quite a hack story of like, like old people can't work telephones. They don't know how technology works. Well, it was works. Roy that didn't understand. No, I know, it, but she, it? but she was also being, one might say, a Karen. Mm. And um, but really, of course, if you if so, you see someone abusing a dog, would you do something? Would you have? Would you have? Um... Been the good dog Samaritan. I don't know if I would have confronted a, a, a man who was drunk. He, I don't think he was drunk then, but he was very angry looking. I, I don't think I would... If somebody was rough and they would beat me up, I wouldn't... They wouldn't... If they do that to a dog, what would they do to me? I'm, if I'm by myself, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, well, even doesn't care about that. If I, I was with you, I'd be like, oh, my <laughs> husband's going to beat you up. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure whether Roy would have been um, so easily convinced into filming this man why not I think he likes animals he does but I, he, he likes justice he didn't seem to like want to be doing it and well he did is anyway. he just doing it because he wants to get inside Evelyn's no pants? that's nonsense the man gets threatening Roy's filming Evelyn starts throwing mint imperials which is a bad move someone's filming you don't commit crimes yourself hmm. Cassie comes and, and has a go like leave my mum alone and then he like pulls yanks the dog away and we hear it screaming all of those squeals were performed by a dog actor. Yes, don't worry. If you've seen the uh, behind-the-scenes video on Coronation Street, the man was actually pulling behind a heavy sack. You haven't seen it, have no, you? No, I don't yeah. like behind you, the You scenes, don't like behind it. Oh, yeah, no, sometimes you do, but you, you don't have to watch them. No, it was, it was quite it was kind of interestingly done. They've been working with the RSPCA <laughs> because I think that... Um, it was probably preemptive move to say, don't don't complain, don't write to Ofcom. We didn't actually have a dog. Don't complain, or I'll hit the dog again. So there was an interview on the ITV um, YouTube website where the, the woman says, "Oh, we like to bring the dogs, and we make sure that they have lots of rests, and we make sure that they have a playtime, and they're just, just he's loving it." Yeah. Okay, well, I've got a question. If you if you know if you've seen the behind the scenes, well, I don't know. Did what? Where did they get the dog squealing from then? Dogs don't know how to act. They must have done something to a dog Sound to make effect. it do that. It wasn't a man going, ow! I think it was stock footage of squealing dog. Back from the 50s when it was okay to beat your kids, your wife and your dog. <laughs> they should have For used... sound effect purposes only. I should have used the goofy holler. He's a dog, in <laughs> No. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't know how it goes. I don't think either of us are very good at goofy voices. No. I wasn't, I, I, wasn't, I, didn't, I wasn't expecting to have to do that one today. I wasn't, didn't prepare it. Back at number... <laughs> what does that stare for? <laughs> I wasn't giving you a stare. Back at number nine, they're trying to get Tyrone to report the man online and Hope overhears him talking about Cassie stepping in to save to save them. And so Evelyn uses this as an opportunity to try to get Hope to reconsider letting Cassie come to her birthday. And then Cassie tells Evelyn, Hope said she can come, but she they're both still thinking about the dog. And Evelyn brings up She's like, oh, you never met Cerberus, did you? And you pointed out that one of the times that she went off with Cerberus at Christmas was actually secretly to visit Cassie. So what the hell did she do with Cerberus? Yeah, I, I think that possibly Cassie should have known who Cerberus was. Cerberus shouldn't have been from like... last Christmas. Oh, I vaguely recall, like you might do about a distant uncle that you've never I, met. But it made me rethink, re, re, you know, think twice. Like, did did Evelyn leave Cerberus with Fizz and Tyrone remember. last Christmas? Why I would they do so. that? Why would, they would take the dog away because they always want to get rid of the dog because it's a pain in the bum to, to, film to get them in to film them. Yeah. So anyway... She says, oh, it reminds me of how Cerberus was afraid of slippers because uh, the previous owner used to beat him with slippers. Nice little bit of backstory for Cerberus, wasn't it? That's not how that. you get a race um, 
dog race dog to to go faster by hitting him with slippers <laughs> is it i don't know maybe it is maybe it's inside secret on friday hope is demanding to to be allowed off school for the day because it's a birthday and Darren says no in fact you've got to go in early because ruby's got choir practice and i've got to go to preston and cassie says oh, look, i'll take her in later but it looks like she's got a plan because she's grinning like a lunatic. <laughs> Evelyn, meanwhile, has not been able to sleep because um, she's been worrying she's about this dog. She's worrying about this old poor doggo. I'm the same. I, I hate... I can't even... I can't even look at missing posters for, for cats. You don't like those adverts that they play, but it's like, oh, it's getting Christmas time. I don't even like Here's the Here's a videos. shivering cat in a box yeah. that was £50 <laughs> a week. how sad this cat is, you bastard. <laughs> Um, I don't even like the videos where they're like, we found a stray dog on the streets and look how sad he is and now he's happy. I can't and even watch that. You certainly those. never watched the old Paula Grady show, did you? No, Love I dogs. would never watch that. That just makes me... Because feel... sometimes they die. No, I hate that and I hate the vet shows, all of them. I hate anything where an animal dies, but I don't mind eating them, which is terrible. But not me, dogs. No, I wouldn't eat a dog. Especially not one I knew personally. Anyway, Evelyn is, is upset. She wants to do more for this dog. Hope and Cassie are planning a secret surprise for Tyrone when he comes back from Preston. What? Oh, but, no, they're not. No, they're, they're not. Bang- I thought, I thought they were when I wrote this note, but no, they actually didn't. They're actually planning a secret surprise bunking off for school. For themselves. So they, they're walking down the street and then oh, Amy is, sees... This is also Amy being out of character, This is what I said to it? you. I said Amy's the manifestation of everybody's internal monologue this week. She just appears going, from their yeah. brains, going, you shouldn't go shopping on your day off. You should go do something cool, like Ferris Bueller did. See, Amy was a bit of a a bit of a swat herself, wasn't she? I would have thought that she might have been a bit more, you know, you should go to school, Hope. You don't learn anything in December at school. Yeah, well, I hope that, <laughs> I hope, that I hope didn't have anything big for her, school Christmas. Before. I thought she was in secondary school, they never do those. They don't have nativity plays all the way through secondary school, do they? I think she's all right. Um, Terry turns up. Who does? Terry. Oh, Terry, yeah, he's the man. Terry's the evil dog man. Yeah. He's he's at the precinct. He's got a can of beer. He's got his dog. And Evelyn's there having to go at him again. And he fights back and, and she kind of feels a bit lost for words. <sighs> Eliza and Sam are in speed later talking about what he's got hope for her birthday book token and so, yeah and she's like that's rubbish um so leanne comes and oh, sticks it? her or in and says i'll help you pick some flowers it's, ni- it's nice that they're still reminding us that sam and hope are kind of more, an item more but more establishment of this relationship than others on the street they 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 they're not pushing it far enough not, no not that what it do needs you want to, to see with, with 12 and 13 i don't want to see so. any of it they no they have nice Just little sweet cute. holdy hands i don't know what real kids these age w- would get up to they wouldn't be as sweet and innocent as i think sam and hope are being especially not hope she's a vapor do you remember she's oh, buying yeah. vapes the other day she don't want a book token she wants vapes yeah <laughs> anyway um evelyn Goes into the charity shop where she works and she gets herself a disguise and she leaves all sneaky. And when Terry comes back to the van to get his dog, it's gone. Not the van. The dog is <laughs> the dog's there going to don't happen. Sorry. <laughs> no, she takes the dog to the cafe, the looking very mat. pleased with herself. And um, Roy says, "I don't but, think you should have done this, really." 
when Evelyn was dressed up with her sunglasses and her hat, which, which still had the label on, it reminded me of that bit. I don't know whether you remember when, it was probably in her first six months or so of the programme, when she went off to France and then she got arrested in France and she snuck back to number nine and through the back door and she looked um, no, similarly suspicious and conspicuous. It reminded me of that. So yeah, she's got a dog that she's brought to the cafe. I thought she, she looked like Inspector Gadget. New little friend for Freddy. Roy says, I don't think you should have t- taken this job, this job, this dog. And Evelyn <laughs> says, it was desperate situation. It called for desperate measures. I need to stay with you with this dog. And he says, no, this is stolen goods. I can't handle them. Meanwhile, Hope and Cassie get home. And <laughs> Hope and Cassie have both had a great day because they've got no studs. Mm. And Tyrone is, as you can imagine, absolutely furious. He grounds her for a whole month. Which is a bit harsh, isn't it? She's not going to be what grounded she gets a for a month. For Christmas. She won't be able to go out with it. It's not fair, is it? Um, left alone with Cassie. Tyrone's a massive goer. And so she's saying, look, what the hell do you... I can't even imagine. If I was Tyrone, I think I would be baffled at this decision-making process. What would make you think that getting a nose ring for a, a child would be a good idea? Why would you think I'd be okay with this? Like, the fact that you think that's okay makes me think, no, you can be trusted in no other situation I could ever put you in. Yeah, I can't really understand um, Cassie's line of thought here beyond, I really, really want my granddaughter to like me, and if this is what she wants, then this is what I'll do. And all the way through, she she, The fact that she didn't maybe have a little sneaky text to Tyro beforehand to say, look, Hope wants to get her nose pierced. Is it okay? I won't do it if you say no. I mean, it was was funny. It was kind of old school, Cory, where the consequences really are kind of all very low and it doesn't you know nobody really cares but like she and the, also the way cassie was just beaming just just like angelically even though tyrone was like what the hell are you doing she's like oh i just had a nose ring i've got one too doesn't matter <laughs> it, it was bizarre um i would i would be freaked out honestly this yeah, really... tyrone has ab- absolutely every right to have a go at his mum for that because it, it doesn't even matter what you think about a nose ring. You don't do something like that to someone's kid. Well, doesn't even... And she was going, oh, she, I think Cassie grandma. said well, she wanted a what tongue ring. What are you talking lucky. about? Yeah. Well, what you, what's next? Nipple rings? <laughs> uh, did we get to find out what Sam thought about it? I can't remember. Sam, Sam's, Sam's not going to even recognise her. <laughs> Evelyn's calmed down a bit. Uh, ca- calmed everything down later. Um, because she comes in with a dog. And Sam. And... Evelyn, for some reason, Evelyn's like, chill out, it's just a nose Well, at first, she, she, she's quite... She takes Evelyn's side, which I... I mean, Cassie's side, which I thought was really weird. Yeah, but at first, she's like, what on earth have you done to yourself? But it doesn't take long at all, literally one scene, for her to say, whatever. Whatever, I don't care. I've had a brandy now. They're, video, they're supposed to be video calling Fizz, and Tyrone's freaking out, like, what's she going to say? Evelyn does tell Cassie she shouldn't have done it, but she doesn't really care. And and Cassie's like, I just want Hope to like me. What a what a pathetic thing to say about a child that you're supposed to be looking after. It's yeah, she 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 so desperately wants us to see a it's family, because... but this, uh, to, to to be close to her family. But this isn't the right way no, about it. No, no, matching nose studs. <laughs> Tyrone decides to 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 veto the the video call and say that the the internet doesn't work properly. 
And so they just do a phone call. Well, now they don't all have EE routers in their homes. Yeah, the, the whole internet, internet's so going to They pop. probably couldn't have done that storyline before when EE was sponsoring them. I bet there was a clause <laughs> yeah, in there. Probably. You can't have any stories where the They've internet They've been waiting for the last three They'd years have to, to be, have a story where the internet's gone down. They'd have to write in some kind of elaborate, re- like, really p- protracted reason why the EE, like, oh... This, this was, it, was this week the first week that we properly attack. saw the Hayes Travel that's open now? Yeah, but nobody's it's, gone in it yet. But yeah, no, it's open. Well, nobody's going to go the in The board's it. We're off, I mean. Yeah. yeah. So Tyrone, yeah, saying he, he puts the phone down. Evelyn goes off to book club. She tries to leave the dog with, with them. And Tyrone's like, no, we're not having this dog. And then everyone in the house starts going, oh, dad, please, can we keep the dog? And he says, one week only. I'm going to kick it out right on Christmas. <laughs> and everyone says, no, you're not. We all know this dog is your, yours now. There's going to be a scene where Terry comes to get his dog back. Tyrone's going to have to stand up. To him, everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, Tyrone! Oh, you must really love this." Well, dog. it seems like Evelyn and and this Terry are bonded to each other through the universal laws of I don't know what. But I think that maybe somebody's going to be out walking um, the dog. Next the dog's going to have to be named too. And I, do you think it's going to get a, a festive name? Oh, Snowy. Oh, Snowy! <laughs> oh my God! So it's right. It's like it's going to be. It's like, a bit of a tin tin dog, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do, do you enjoying Snowy. there being a dog storyline another dog storyline dog lover Gemma don't put that reputation around <laughs> what um, yes I like dogs great more dogs I think this is a, a nice seemingly low stakes story at the moment this, Evelyn did exactly what I think most of us wish that we could do in that situation yeah Confront the man. I probably would, and I think, then steal the dog. Yeah, I think I wouldn't. I just no. I would back, just think about it and shake my head and tut. And every so often, years later, I would think this about it. This is why Evelyn's a better person than us. And and feel ashamed of myself. I'm wondering whether um, Freddie and uh, Snowy are going to maybe get it on accidentally at some point. I would hope that they're both snip snipped. Well, not necessarily. I mean, if this if this dog has well, maybe Freddie is, but if um if well, it, Snowy has been badly treated and and the, well, the owner's abusive, it, no, it? exactly. But I was I thought it was weird that he even had a dog. I mean, I know it's just just didn't seem like the sort of man who could be bothered with a dog. Maybe he's inherited it. Maybe he got it off of, off of his friend who died. It was back watching friend who died. Yeah, heart probably. Attack. It's very common it uh, occurrence in coronations. More yeah. often than you think. I, I was just wondering, you know, yeah. Fizz is going to turn up on Christmas Day, and there's going to be a dog. I don't think that Fizz. I'm really like I'm really wondering, wondering because Jenny McAlpine's last two maternity leaves are relatively short, and this one's going on an awful lot longer. Like she's obviously good having for a her. Good old time running that business in Norfolk at the moment. But I was when they talked about having a video call with her, I was thinking, oh, will we? Will we get a cameo? And, and alas, there was nothing. So we have to wait just that little bit longer for the next dose of fizz. You can get a cameo off William Rach. He's like 40 quid. Oh, I know, I know. Um, anyway, so that, that was that was fine. That was okay. Um, nice to see more Cassie after all this time because I do like her. I'm still growing to like her. She does still does silly things. But she's. I think she's pretty charming. Um, right, the Bernie story then. So, um, Bernie... I, was, I can't believe it. it was Monday that this happened. But yeah, she's having kittens because it's her sentencing today. And we were wondering, how long is she going to be sent down for? Is she going to be out in time for, for Paul's final days? And it looks like she will do. She um, she, she 
it's, there's a few kind of sweet scenes with her and Dev where she's saying, oh, I'm letting my kids down. And he's like, no, Bunny, no way. You'll be up before you know it. Don't worry. They tell each other they love each other. Very lovely. Um, there's also, we, we get a little bit more of the Joseph storyline as well, don't we? With um, Jesney come to visit Gemma at Billy's flat and they miss each other last night. They tell each other, oh, we've had a rotten night's sleep. But Gemma's just mostly worried about what her mum's going to have happened to her today. And um, I don't know how Gemma's coping. I would just be... I'm her life is somewhat upside down at the moment, it's true. Constantly just scared in a corner. So they, they all go to court. Joel's there to put a bit of a downer on the situation. He's a bit useless, isn't Joel's he? like, everyone calm down. I'm here. It's not going to be exciting. But Bernie, <laughs> Bernie was... Oh, it's just tragic. She was just so apologetic to her kids because... And she's not wrong, but she's blaming herself for getting in this situation. Like, I love Bernie. I think she's fantastic. But the judge was not wrong one bit here because she wasn't even, she's never even said sorry or this was a bad thing. I don't think she thinks she's done anything wrong. I I can't remember. I don't think Bernie thinks she's done anything wrong. I think she just thought, well, those are the rules. I broke the rules. But really, did I do anything wrong? No, not really. I think if she thought that it would think, help her get a lesser a stupid... sentence, she would say anything, whether she yeah, believed it or right. not. That's what I mean. I think she thinks it's a stupid rule. Mm. Like, you should be able to do this. It's fine. Well, the the, the judge was saying... She's you... not sorry that she did it. She's sorry that she's going to prison. That's the only thing. I, I think that the judge wasn't completely right. She didn't have the right handle on it when she was saying you took advantage of a terminally no, I ill think woman. Wrong. I think Shelley knew what she was doing. Well, Shelley had been doing this scam for a while before, hadn't she? So she would have been carrying on uh, selling these laptops, whether Bernie had got herself involved or not. But she ain't here anymore to ask. I mean, but, uh, you know, when when somebody is... If you've got somebody who's vulnerable and disabled in a situation where a crime's taking place, I can understand why you might err on the side of caution to protect them. mm. And Shelley's not here. No. But the judge also says, well, you've you've been in trouble before exactly. and you've clearly not learned a lesson Exactly. Here. So, um, yeah, three months, off you go. See you in one and a half if you're good. Yeah. And, and she's taken away and she's blowing kisses to the twins. It's so sad. So, how, was this the kind of sentence that you were expecting? I think I said this, I've said this last week. I can't remember, did you? Yes, I said she's going to go to prison for a couple of months, probably, I said. Yeah. So it was a nice little break for uh, for Bernie. Um, what do you think the situation is going to be like re-Paul when she comes out? I hope not too much different, but who knows it, it, how long he's got left. He, his, his decline has come in rapid bursts, hasn't it? Like Seems to happen all of a sudden. Every time there's a new filming block, he seems to have got a lot worse. And then he maintains that until the next one. Yeah. but I um, don't know how... I, I don't know what... So he was given possibly six to 12 months about... When was that? About a month ago? So let's say that she does serve the full three months, which I would still say is very unlikely. He definitely could be on his last legs by the oh time gosh, she gets out. But, but I'm not expecting casual. there to be a prison story, um, which means she probably will do you know, behave have been well. So I think that she'll be out you know, for a month mid, and a half without us noticing. So I'm sure it's going to be fine. I, I would think so. We don't need so. to have letters from home and telegrams from prison. But then if, us. if she's going to be fine, was there much point in having the storyline? So everyone can cry. Oh yeah, maybe that's all the reason you need. Um, so anyway, off say, she goes. I know, we say this a lot, right? But 
if every time we said, I don't know what the point of this story alone was, they wouldn't, they'd have like half of the story, half of the show wouldn't exist. <laughs> What's the point of any of it? Okay. At okay. the end of the day. I suppose it is. It's yeah, to entertain you. Drama. Were you not entertained? And, uh, I, I was. And, and, and uh, all, all of the actors involved in this did give some very true emotional performances. So I suppose I, it was worth it. Don't get that. me wrong. I like Bernie as a cheeky criminal, but she, she really just doesn't seem to think that the law applies to her at all. <laughs> um, so... Back in the bistro later, Gemma and Paul is fuming that her mum's in prison and Garth has got off scot-free. So what's oh, she going to go and do? She's going to make him pay. She's going to march down that yeah. market yeah. along with Carla and, uh, and give him a piece of her mind. So um, she she summons big Garth to the kebab shop. That's and easy. And, dem- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and demands that he goes to the police sta- station and retract his statement. Um, that ain't going to happen, is it? Well, No. Uh, and so she decides to get in the back of the van and start chucking the Christmassy contents <laughs> out onto the street. What a wally. And a bit, bit of a wally-ish thing to do. This, this was this was like I was saying last week about there's still somewhat of the chav in Gemma still. You, I, I said she's a slob and you're like, no, she's not She's not week. a slob. But she's still, she's still a bit dumb sometimes. Yes, she was doing it. She thought that she had right reasons. But I think if she'd have thought for a while... She'd have realised this isn't going to solve anything. Well, yeah, this was a bit weird. Yeah. She's it chucking was, stuff over It was kind of fun. Dev, Dev was there um, <laughs> adding, a, adding a little bit of comedy to those scenes. Um, then Chesney comes up and, and she's like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. I suppose I better stop I can't then. be bothered with this. Ches- Chesney sticks around with Garth because they're still mates, aren't they? In a way. To pick up um, his stuff, or the stuff, sorry, that Gemma has thrown onto the street, Gemma is left to go back to the house with Joseph. By this time, I'd completely forgot that they're not supposed to have any I contact do. with each other. Um, now, Garth is like, you pay me back. And Josie's like, no, everyone's taking advantage of me. I'm fed up with it. I'm not letting people walk all over me. Unfortunately for Gemma, just at the time that she's there with Joseph, in comes hand. Caitlin, the child protection woman. She's got a hand in the drug bin. Yeah. And, and she's and she, like, what's going on here? You're specifically not supposed to give children drugs anymore. Do you remember we spoke about this? Um, I don't understand this because the insinuation here was that it would have been fine if Chesney was there. Yeah. But then why can't Gemma just live in their house? Maybe she could be up to no sorts, force feeding the drugs while Chesney's asleep at night. I, I, I know what you mean. that she's moved out when... It, it it didn't it wasn't like yes, they, have they said it would have made sense if they were supervised only but mm. it wasn't it was just it's as long as you're not alone you can hang about in your house if you want to weird yeah I'm sure I know that I know that we still we, I still see lots of people getting really mad about mm. this and how it does like this would never be done the way that that it's shown on Corrie like they wouldn't discuss this in front of Joseph and so on and so on um I, I yeah well, Je- Chesney's able to smooth things over. He comes back and he smooths things over with uh, with good Caitlin for a little bit. By but when, lying. But when she goes, he has a massive rant at Gemma saying, look, I am tired of all this. <laughs> I don't like having to lie to cover your back. Um, I was kind of on Chesney's side at the moment. Gemma was acting like a petulant child with that van there. Mm. She should... She should have known not to go back with Joseph. And I know Chesney kind of um, encouraged yeah. her to go back, but I was definitely on Team Chesney yeah, but here. Ch- Gemma Joseph needs was by to... himself, though. Huh? Joseph was in the house alone. But he would... No, he'd just come back from school, hadn't he? He was walking... Was he in the street? Yeah, yeah, he was oh, in the street. What's the point of taking him back home, then? 
I don't know, maybe he's cold, isn't it? It's December. I think he only had a jumper on. Um, yeah, so Je- Je- Gemma should have been thinking a little bit more straight. She's literally just in the previous episode or two before been told, don't have any time with the kids. Don't get yourself in trouble. And, and there she is. It's it's, it's classic, bizarre that classic the, Gemma that people don't like. The bizarre bit really was the social worker was like, oh, okay, just don't do it again. Or whatever she is, child protective service. Like, yeah. honestly, if, if, you, if I find you doing the thing I told you not to do, the first time I come out to check on you... And not only that, but you've got your hands on paracetamol when you're in trouble for drugging kids. You'd be out of there so fast you wouldn't even know yeah. where you were. Yeah. And you'd never see that. I, I have minimal sympathy for Gemma with her actions this week. Um, but anyway, it's like she, she's trying to look suspicious. She goes around Paul's and is like, oh no, me and Chesney, we're going to split up. He's a good dad. What if she never comes around again? He's going to be fine. They're going to make up. Um, I think they should split up. Chesney comes round Billy's flat on Wednesday's episode and he and Gemma make up. She says, look, sorry about kicking off at Big Garth and everything. Um, can't wait to see the kids later. So they go around the cafe and uh, Gemma's like, oh, I wish I could ha- see them more. The main thing is that Chesney tells Gemma, Linda wants yes. to come to visit Linda, in the New Year. Katie's mum. Linda, rich Linda. When did we, was it the beginning of last year that we saw her in the... Um, in the story with Chet Joseph hiding up in Hope's attic. And I think we did we did like her a bit more in her last appearance than we did in her original stint. I can't I can't say that I am um, you know, eagerly awaiting with bated breath the return of Linda. Linda Linda's great because she gets painted as this kind of like lardy da richy posho villain for just coming in and saying, I could fix all this pro- all your problems with money, why won't you let me? And Gemma and Chesney go, No, no, no. Maybe this will be the end of the poverty storyline for Gemma and Chesney, that she's going to just Gemma's, throw money at them. But. Gemma's fuming about this. She doesn't want Linda to come because she's she doesn't want to show herself up in front of Linda. She feels vulnerable and like her mum's in prison. She's being investigated by social services mm. and Linda turns up. Oh, great. Yeah. Just to make me look even worse. I would have thought that Chesney probably should have consulted with Gemma before agreeing to, with her. He's with kind her. of in a bit of a bad spot here, though, because he doesn't know how long this investigation's going to take. Mm. He's alone with the kids. He doesn't even know which way's up with half of them. Doesn't know which one's which. No. They're all identical. He's, one, but he's, he's been blagging for this whole time. <laughs> and it's just lucky that Al is deaf and he doesn't know he's been calling him the wrong name. <laughs> um... Anyway, so that is to come in the new year, possibly a return of Linda to Coronation Street. Hurrah. I th- yeah, I would be so... If I was Linda, I'd be so sick of this, wouldn't you? Every time you go around there, something else has happened. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about the Stew storyline? Mm. Pushing on through with this? Pushing on through my stew. This is all just the same, wasn't it? <sighs> What, what are you trying to say? Bad are you trying dumb. to tell me that, that there's conflict between these two men about there Eliza? There is. There no. Is. So on Wednesday, Stu's still going on about Dom and how much he hates her. And Him. he doesn't even know that Eliza's supposed to be in a the Weather High concert. He finds out from Cassie. And he's he's mad about it. Eliza goes round to the house after school and Stu says, Well um, why why can't I go to the concert? And she says, Well, you don't get on with my dad. And he says, no, no, I promise, I promise. Well, so what, are we can have an, a, a fight on Christmas concert fight? It, it, it could well be a, a Dom versus Stu fight. And I think probably Stu will end up making himself look stupid, yeah. won't he? Dom's going to be acting... He's going to be acting um, like a bad dad... 
but as soon as but Stu's gonna overreact, he'll probably Self-look stand up in front of somehow. everyone, and yeah, I, I think he will vomit too. on everybody. Dom comes to pick Eliza up later, and Stu says, "Come to Christmas Day with us," and he says, "No, I'm not. I'm. I've got my own plans. Me and Eliza are gonna have Christmas Day with my parents." Who um, Eliza is? Yeah, we we didn't meet them, but Eliza was off to meet them. Do you in think there's someone episode. famous? Do you think it's like Judy Dench? I think not. On Thursday. No, this is Friday. Yeah. Stu's annoyed because... Sorry, I've written Thursday here. I've got no idea why. The cooking oil delivery's been delayed. Oh, no. Drama at the be- <laughs> at speed, doll. Stu, Yasmin's like, just calm down. I know you don't care about this. You, you're more, you're just worried about Eliza and, and the fact you can't spend Christmas with her. And he says, why don't we open speed dial on Christmas Day and have an alternative Christmas there and everyone can come and you have to have everyone else to go? Maybe it can be Christmas for the homeless and he can meet up with his old mates from back well, on the streets. I'm sure there'll be some sad people in Speed Dial on Christmas Day looking sad. So, hang on a minute. We've got half an hour Coronation Street on Christmas Day. There's too many things we've got. We've got Ed Bailey possibly sitting in a win, uh, Wendy house. Yeah. We've got... Um, a bunch of people that have been rejected from their families eating curry on in Speed Dial. Yeah, and... And we've and got possibly some kind Daniel of and, Daniel and Ryan having a fight. Yeah. We've got Gemma crying because she can't spend time with her kids and also Paul's dying. I wonder whether they'll um, forego the usual Christmas music montage because it's only a half an hour Coronation ah. Street on Christmas Day. It's like, no time for Wrong. that. Let's get straight to the action. Wrong. What? Instead, it'll only be a montage. Oh, it could be. And... It, it will be sung by Barbara Knox. Maybe they filmed an hour's worth and they just squash it all down to half no, an hour No, it will be a half-hour song performed by Barbara Knox where she's narrating the action that we're watching. Okay, maybe. I, if they, well, if they haven't prediction. done that, there's still time to... Do it for next to year. To do it. I say do it this year. Just put a few extra hours in it, will be fine. Exactly, just do some work for once. The drama in today's <laughs> episode revolves around okay. Eliza waiting for her dad to turn up and then he yeah. doesn't turn up and then he does and he's drunk. But he's drunk and it never gets mentioned. He's no, Stu's just not impressed with him at the end of the episode. Plastered and he turns up, is he supposed to be having a meal at at Speed Dial? I don't remember. Because I, I, was, I was waiting for the scene where Stu's like, you're not going anywhere with Eliza. I yeah, wouldn't no, let I him go. I wouldn't let this mad, drunk man turn up and take my granddaughter. Mm. What, what, how did you get here? You're yeah. drunk. You're not. You're not going anywhere with her. Mm. Um, I thought that was just weird. And I, I, I want to say the guy who played um, Dom did a fantastic drunk acting. He, yeah, it wasn't comedic. Bad, was it? it wasn't over the top. It was just really subtle. But he did a really great job of it. Oh, well, I'm sure he'd appreciate your congratulations. Congratulations. Um, so anyway, that was just that. Stu's man at Dom, who'd have thought? And also, <laughs> Lauren this week has got a necklace in the post, just following last week's watch. We saw, There's literally nothing other than what we mentioned earlier. That's all it is. Max has spotted a necklace and she's like, oh yeah, my new fella's got it for me. Um, and Sabrina and Max are wondering later on why they've not met Lauren's new guy. And David suggests that perhaps he's a munter. Um, and that's the reason why we have not be. met Lauren's guy. And um, I thought, oh, maybe finally this week we'll meet him. But no, we have to wait for a little bit longer. Um, and that's it for this week's Coronation Street. <laughs> it seems like, you know, a, a little bit more plate spinning. Uh, the, the, the Ryan and Daisy story definitely moved forward. Um, the the introduction of the dog story to Evelyn's um, household was, was a lot of fun. Bernie getting sent down had to happen. Um, but you know it, it was it was all right. 
It I wasn't can't say bad. much more. It was all right week on Coronation Street. I'm going to give it um, uh, four, three kisses on the end of Rob's Damn messages. Damn it, I was exactly going to say that. Out of five. And that means that he really fancies you and wants to maybe get into your pants. I'm going to give it three lame book tokens. <laughs> Here's the character of the week. Um... Mm, interesting. Ryan, Daisy. No, I mean, Daniel. Possibly, it's probably going to be Evelyn for saving that poor defenseless little doggy wog. Oh, doggy. Possibly, um, because I don't think that. I mean, m- m- maybe Daniel, but then he didn't really do a, 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 an entertaining enough revenge for me. I'm still waiting for him to take it out on Ryan. Evelyn um, did wear a funny costume. Yeah, I. Uh, but but also you know he, Bernie did, was good, but we didn't see her after Monday. She did a stunt because she threw mint imperials. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm I think I'm going to yeah, go Evelyn, Evelyn just to, just to add to her already high character count. So yeah. um, Evelyn character of the weekend. What did I say? Three, three and a half. Can't remember three. whatever I said. Three. That's what I vote for. Three kisses at the end of Rob's messages. I did, didn't I? You can't do half a kiss, so okay. it's three. Absolutely right. Are we are we done with this? Should we do some news? There is news this week. <gasps> we got so much news. Let's do it. News. News time and it is the time of year when the Christmas schedules have come out and we have to arrange everything around when they want to show Coronation Street. And no, we don't. Well, we, we, I, I, this is the time where I started thinking, when, when are we going to get the podcast out? I haven't done that yet. I don't know what the, the Christmas recording schedule is going to look like for us, but we'll do our best, you know, as, as we always do every can't year. can't watch so, it all the time during Christmas. We can't because... watch it live. But we can still do our best to record when we can. But we're going to we were at my dad's house this Christmas, aren't we? So we can't record then. But we'll see what we'll see what happens. Um so Christmas week. So pre-Christmas, all is normal. Now there's no Christmas Eve episode of Coronation Street, if I if I remember rightly. But on Monday, 25th of December itself, you have got a half an hour Coronation Street at 7pm. What do you think of this? Having half a... I, I saw somebody online saying this week that this is the first time that Coronation Street hasn't had an hour-long special for, like, 25 years. And and then this is, this has got the talk going of, well, has know, Coronation Street given do, up? As soon as they do something like this, everyone's screaming... Up. The, the, the I don't. I wouldn't say that there isn't truth in it because in the past, well, I don't know how many years, five five years at least, Curry hasn't done so well on Christmas Day. Even EastEnders, I think, hasn't had the best of viewing figures. But if soaps always used to be one of the you know the top the highlights of the Christmas Day schedule, and it's just not anymore. Perhaps it's just um, accepting that the situation. The reality of the situation is that Christmas. Day television is not the the draw anymore. When we were kids, Christmas Day TV would be when all the shows had their special. There'd be wall to wall Christmas specials of all the big shows and variety things, and you know everything would be really special. And there'd be films, and it'd be a big event, a big TV event, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. But now you look at what's scheduled for Christmas. It's like repeats of Vicar and Dibley, of repeats of Only Fools and yeah. Horses. I, I, and Harry Potter films. Yeah. I, well, I Nobody think, watches I think that now there's terrestrial the, 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 the availability of, of all these other channels with films and things has definitely put people off watching yeah. quote-unquote normal TV. And the, the, the Christmas special just doesn't seem to be as big a thing anymore. I mean, apart from Mrs. Brown Boys that never seems to die. 
Well, um, I mean, Doctor Who's got a special well, Christmas I, day. Well, it, it does, and I, and, I, and I honestly think that that might be contributing to Coronation Street saying, let's not bother this year. So I think Doctor Who's Christmas special is maybe, I can't remember if it's five o'clock or six o'clock, maybe six. It'll, I think it's six. I think that Doctor Who overlaps with part of Emmerdale, which is also half an hour on Christmas Day. And I think Corrie has probably resigned itself to the fact that most TVs, if they're on terrestrial TV this Christmas Day, are going to be on BBC. Um, so what's the point in in doing an extra yeah, but Corrie? How, but... but hang on. How... Can you really say that that's the case? Because how long, how far in advance do they all tell each other what they're going to do? Well, I think it's been known for quite a while that Doctor Who is having a Christmas special this year. Russell T Davis has made no secret of the fact that he he really likes his Christmas specials. But I, I don't know when these schedules were decided. It's probably way back in the summer. Um, but yeah, I, I I think ITV has just realised. I don't think this is. I don't think this is like sound the alarms. Block. This oh, no, is terrible. I don't care particularly. But I'm just telling you, you still got the same amount, and I think. You I get, think. Well, I think that that week there is one extra half an hour of Coronation Street that you normally get yeah, anyway. Can I finish? So. You, you, you. They've got. There's more. There's actually more Corrie, and and it's on more days. So yeah. Is so that really it's... a bad thing? Are, are you really gonna look at this evidence and say, oh, dude, clearly soaps are in trouble. Corrie, late. Corrie's in trouble. Corrie at Christmas or. I mean, no. It, it, it would be naive to say I think that soaps aren't in some bit of trouble. The viewing figures are going down and down and down. Apart from EastEnders, which it. is going up, it doesn't bother me. Um, I'm still, I, I'm still it. enjoying it to some extent, or well, to, to a great extent. But, but okay, um, look, we're talking about I, yeah, something I, we haven't even explained. Because Christmas Day, you've got 7pm, half an hour. The day after Boxing Day, 26th, you've got another half an hour. The day after that, December the 27th, you've got an hour long at 8 o'clock. Then you've got a day off. And then Friday, you've got um, 8pm, December the 29th, day off. Sunday, you've got 8pm, a 30-minute one. So there's there's... Days and days and days of Coronation Street. There is a lot of Coronation Street. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the first, the second, and the third of January, two, uh, three hours. Yeah, so you you got an extra half an hour. It it it's I I hope that the hour the half hour ones won't feel like they're over too quickly because we've had half hour ones for like Britain's Got Talent week, haven't we? And well, listen, sometimes they feel like they're over and done with. But Corey always Corey lived for for many many years only having half an hour episodes. But I think that they were more used to getting things a bit. Are we tighter. just going to ignore the the obvious elephant in the room here about why we know why there's a half hour for one of the days? So what? I don't get. I know exactly why they've done this, and it makes complete sense. And I'm not even going to say any more about it because it's a spoiler. Because of the nature of the Boxing Day episode. I'm not. I think that's even too much of a spoiler. Well, no, I've said that the Boxing Day. I know, but I think I think bit... I think we're saying too much. Okay. I'm just telling you. To me, I it makes perfect sense why they've done this. I don't think it it's bad or negative. And to be quite honest with you, on Christmas Day, so many things are happening. I'm not sure I really need an hour long Coronation Street. And you know, it, uh, do with that what you want. I I I, I enjoy. It. I I don't mind. I enjoy it too. But this it's not a day for. This is the thing, Michael. <laughs> it's not a day for you to watch whatever you want on TV. People have got families, and unless everybody's watching the same, is really interested in the same thing, you either watch something else, or everyone's talking and yapping through whatever you want to watch. Mm, mm. That's very true. There's there's less of Corey for other family members to yap through on Christmas Day. I, I'm, I'm not particularly fussed. Um, okay, yeah, so the first week this. of January, you're right, it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because there's 
football again on the Friday. When are they doing but more football? January the 5th, the first time that Coronation Street gets interrupted by football for 2024. Made it five days. Now, there are other Coronation Street things going on. Well, one other thing particularly um, in, in the Christmas period, of course. You couldn't have Christmas on ITV without the Coronation Street versus Emmerdale big quiz. Now, that's going to be on at 8pm on the 28th of December. So, so on, on the day of the Christmas week, there's literally there is something correlated every day it's Monday, Tuesday, except Wednesday Friday yeah except for Saturday Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday Friday is Corrie and Thursday is the big fat quiz um, that's, the, that's the day that we're going to be driving back from Derby so we're not going to be able to see that so don't tweet us with <laughs> the spoilers but I hope uh, do you remember I, I lose track of who won each year did Emmerdale Emma win Emma last year? Emmerdale's been winning too much recently I think whether yeah I think Corrie definitely Jack Peter Shepard's been the Corrie's that. captain and I'm starting to wonder if he's losing his touch and we need to get Samuel Matthews in there because you know that she, if she was if she was our captain, we'd win every year. Jack knows his stuff. So does Sam. Um, so, but yeah, the, uh, the, this year Jack's uh, teammates are Shanique Sterling Brown, who plays, plays Dee Dee, and Tony Maudsley, who he plays, plays George. Um, George. Which is, you know, I, I don't know whether two newbies. Do, do, do they knew that know their Coronation Street uh, stuff? Are Emmerdale got newbies in it? I, I really mm-hmm. think I don't know how they decide their quiz teams, but I, I would really be putting in my tip-top creme de la creme of internal Corrie nerds on the team. Julia Goulding, Julia Goulding, Sally Ann Matthews and Jack P. Shepard. That's the dream dream team. That's that's who, that's their, if if they want to win, that's who they need to get out. How long have they been doing this big big fat quiz? quiz, Jolly long time. I know, but is there, is there a number coming up that's like an, like a solid, oh I don't know, a 10 or a 15 or something. Do the ultimate quiz, Mm. head to head. No messing around, don't be faffing about with people, uh, Shanique and I don't know whether they know their stuff here. We could be doing them dirty. <laughs> but I want to win. I don't care anymore. It's not fun for me. I I'm I want blood. I want yeah. Christmas blood. Yeah. On the snow. <laughs> don't let them win again. <laughs> but again, please do not tweet us out the results because we're not going to be able to watch this live. Um, there's also, if you still want more Coronation Street what stuff around this? Christmas time, get Britain singing. What is this? There's something they do. They've done it for a few years, I think. Charity. It's for charity, Gemma. Don't Don't, don't try to give... Don't, don't turtle don't snort. Don't put this swill down my throat and say it's for charity. I'll give money to charity. I don't need you to sing at me. This is for this is this is all part of ITV's mental health campaign, Get Britain Talking. Don't care and about that. And it's where they have um, supergroups <laughs> made up of ITV um, TV show yeah, actors yeah, yeah. get together and have a good old sing off. Oh, Last year, the Loose Women group won, yeah, they did. Um, and this year, Coronation Street will be going up against EastEnders, um, the Masked Singer. Good Morning Britain Whoa, and Love Island. Um, and Coronation Street's singing team this year uh, consists of the lovely Claire Sweeney, <laughs> Vinter Morgan. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, Cathy. Claire Sweeney. Yeah, Vinter Morgan is Ronnie. Not Vinny. Not Vinny. Lisa George. Now, yes. we know that she can sing. She's got pipes. Yeah, and I, I believe I've seen Claire Sweeney all sing. comes well. Um, Sherry Houston, who plays Izzy. Izzy. And I don't know whether she can sing. We'll find out. And Molly Gallagher. Nina. So, it's interesting mix of characters. Well, actors. <laughs> In, in this year's team, which was it? I, I think really want to hear whether Molly Gallagher can sing. So do I. What wasn't it? I think it was Get Britain singing last year, which had um, I think Rob Mallard was in it, and a few uh, and, and Jodie yeah, Prenger. But then it. do you remember? No, no, we did because no, Mike. No, we Le- didn't. We did because Mike Lavelle was in it, and we were going. That's weird think... that Mike Lavelle's no, in it. I'm pretty I sure that was it. it. Um, anyway, I'll definitely be interested to watch like this. It. Go team, Corrie. 
Um, and they're going to be singing for a... And in the, pre- in the press release, it's called, they're called a super panel and it's capitalised and everything. The super panel made out of Spare. Jonathan Ross, Adam Lambert, Alicia Dixon and Will I Am. So they have got some, See, some fairly Am, big names. He might get us some points because he, doesn't he like he does. Yeah, Will does like Coronation Street. You're right. I don't know uh, about the others. Adam Lambert can probably be persuaded. Do you reckon? Yeah, get get him talking to Will I Am. Get him watching Corey. Get us some points. Is it competition? Mm. Yeah, but I bet I bet Jonathan Ross is more of an EastEnders. I bet guy, Jonathan isn't Ross he? thinks he's too cool. Yeah, you know we like anime, you nerd. <laughs> Don't tell me you're too cool for soaps. <laughs> um, anyway, we we won't be watching the whole program. No. But I will definitely make sure. That, uh, it's that fine. I, have, if you I, like it, whatever. I don't know whether a date for this has been revealed. It's, it probably has, but I've not written it I feel it like here, this but... whole new section every week is just designed to, to out me as a bigot that hates reality television. You don't... You, you like Coronation just, Street, but you don't like the superfluous reality it. TV stuff. No. Um, speaking of which, there is more. Next Monday and Tuesday at 9pm, you can see Curry alumni Victoria Econoy and Sherry Houston in the Full Monty. So they're doing... That's another charity. Um, what is this? It's another charity thing where where celebs get their kits off why do we need to no okay good <laughs> Gemma no. won't be watching that one no don't um to. okay okay here's some actual news uh, I don't know what you think about this so Radio Times announced a couple of days ago that they are going to be holding their first ever soap awards do they want some year. judging I'm on a judging panel for a international um media thing you are. I can do this as well. Yeah. So this this is spring 2024. And, and I've um, judged other awards. I did a manga competition once. I know you did. I know you I've did. I've done loads of stuff. I, I know. No, but this was like... This, I went I went to London and everything. And I was on the judging panel I don't think they for, need, a, for a film festival. I don't think they need judging panel. I think these are all viewer voted. I might be wrong. But I can help them. Well, I don't think they need you, but... Well, how dare you? Gemma's putting a putting I'm a, a professional if, judge. If they need I judge it. all day long. I just judged all those shows. I've never even seen them. Mm-hmm. At least I've seen Coronation Street. I think that you might be a little bit biased, darling. Don't tell them. Shut up. <laughs> um, they haven't said much about it yet. They said that the categories are going to be announced in the new year. But um, might I be so bold as to predict that they might have a best storyline category? Perhaps a... I don't know, best exit. Question is, of course, will they have best actor and actress or will they just have best performance? Don't don't get Gemma started on that one. Uh, It seems to me that they they are... Best performer who uses urinals or best performer who uses cubicles. Maybe they will. But um, it seems that they are jumping into the gap left by the British Soap Awards. Watch out, guys. Your your hole will be filled before you know it. Well, yeah, exactly. Have they, uh, they, I, I can't believe that they'd be doing this if the British Open Awards hadn't been cancelled next this year. This really does is, feel opportunistic. Yeah. The, but, but, but then it's spring. It's, it feels very soon to be well, doing. Well, no, but the British Open Awards are spring. It's late yeah, spring, but, so but it's what? still spring. You don't need to do it at the same time they did. If they decided because the Soap Awards was cancelled, this is a very quick turnaround is all I'm saying. I'm just wondering, are they going to... Are they going to make a big show of it? Because the whole thing with the British yeah, Soap Awards is it was on TV. Ceremony. We could watch it. They had a ceremony. You could go there and, and, and get your autographs and your photographs with the celebrities as they arrive. It doesn't feel that Radio Times would do that. No, because it feels like they just have a dinner. Well, no, I just think that if they'll have a... I suppose I suppose the comparison is the TV choice... Is it 
Was it? No, I'm in, no, the Inside Soap Awards, that's the other big one, isn't it? They have a ceremony, but it's not televised. It's not something that plebs like us can go along to. I'm wondering, you know, is Radio Times going to be a bit more like that? And if it is, then it's not really, not really, really replacing the British Soap Awards, is it? This I think that they're kind of hoping that because they've got the name Radio Times behind them, that it's going to give them a bit of clout and people are going to be a bit more interested. But really, what's the difference, in? I'm thinking, between the Radio Times Awards and, I don't know, uh, Digital Spy Awards? It it doesn't feel like it's much. I think it depends wa- on how much money they chuck out. Yeah, I think they're going to want it to be big, but I've got a feeling it's not going to be big. But you're right, it is to do with how much money they can afford to put into this. And if it hasn't got um, an obvious um, uh, ceremony, then it no is ceremony, just, no, it's just no the same as, as, you know, TV Choice does their awards, don't they? You've got the NTAs, that's got a ceremony. I mean, so the people that take part I talk it telly awards. and the industry cares, but... The, the public doesn't care unless they see it. Unless you jam it in your in our faces, we don't care really. Yeah. So, but the Radio Times, they're not. They don't make television. They just report on it. So, are they selling the the? Are they, are they trying to think? Oh, we could sell the rights to. Mm. But who are they going to sell it to? Yeah, I because don't bit, know. ITV wouldn't buy it, would they? BBC wouldn't buy it. Well, they might. Well. The whole thing's weird. I suppose the fact that, you know, if they're not having a British Soap Awards this year, that's ITV's way of saying, we don't want to have a Soap Awards on yeah, our channel this year. we're not doing year. it. And it doesn't, you're right, it doesn't feel like the sort of thing they're that BBC would want to show. Yeah, maybe, maybe you know, Channel 5, soap. but then it's not. But then it's, then it's like, well, you it might It feels well like a second-class citizen if it ends up on Channel 5. No offence. Um, so, channel 4 wouldn't do it either, because they're too edgy. Oh, Yeah. I think they wouldn't do it. So they were like, "Oh, can we do the best knob award if we're showing it?" <laughs> I just, I, I think they want. It feels okay. like it. It feels massively, massively opportunistic. But it, at this stage, I can't for, for see that it's going to be anywhere close to what the British Open Awards was, and obviously nowhere near what the Conversation Street Awards no. are going to be, which is the main Open Awards one, of the year. No They're the else. ones that everybody wants to get. Yep, and that's the one that EastEnders never wins. Oh, the times! Yeah, it's the only one that we can guarantee EastEnders is not going to win. Yeah, um, but I just I, I think that I think the if, Conversation Street Awards genuinely are meaningful because it's the only one that's high profile. You know, toot my own horn here, but it is. People look forward to the Conversation Street Awards. Everybody, in, well, people in Corrie know what it is. Yeah, right. People do, give us acceptance speeches. It's it's the only one where you can say, look, judging from the results, this was the most popular thing in Corrie. I'm really, really proud of the Conversation Street Awards. We've been doing it this right from the what, very beginning. I'm, I'm really, really pleased with how this has gone. I'm looking forward to it this year. Um, yeah. So anyway, let, let's let's job, let's let's see what happens with this Radio so, Times. I'm just saying, awards. if Radio Times wants some advice from people that've been running <laughs> Soap Awards for eleven years. Yeah, just give us a just give us a bell. Conversation Street at gmail dot com. <laughs> we'll help you out. We'll help you out. Radio fees times. very reasonable. I I hope that there's a ceremony. If there is, I hope it's one that we can go to. So therefore, I hope it's in half term. But I'm 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 not convinced. Um, Get and Joe do, McDonald do, to do. Do it. we really need another soap awards that isn't big? Because it feels like there's a lot of soap awards, but I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, finally, now, there's no, almost finally, because we've got to see how Ellie was getting on, of course, because Gemma loves 
the reality TV show stuff, as we know. <laughs> um, what was going on in Manchester last night, Gemma? Oh, this is fashion stuff. Chanel. Chanel. It, this is this is vaguely Coronation Street related, not not so much, but um, it was a weird little news article that popped up. Thank you again to Rebecca who sends us the news, because we don't dare look through the sort of fight sites for fear of spoilers. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were going to take over there. No. So there there was there was a metier d'art fashion show run by Chanel, the famous clothes Nazi bigot. What? She was a Nazi. Oh yeah, she was, wasn't she? I remember you telling me that before. What do they do? Make fancy clothes? It's a it's a fashion house. They make fashion. fancy clothes. <laughs> they make They closed down hats. a road in, in the make, northern quarter in Manchester tiny, last night. Tiny to, coats to... for Paris Hilton's dogs. Yeah. They 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 closed down a road so they could have a fancy fashion show with people and it in wasn't really quarter. it wasn't really Coronation Street related but it was well the they had a magazine of, I bet you can buy this on eBay can we use some farm I've not even seen a picture of this so there's I'm a magazine just... apparently go on no go on you just look defeated no 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 it wasn't I, I fancied dream. So I got, they, I'm coming down with a sore throat this so they invited people to this event with a um, the tickets included a magazine of its inspirations from Manchester do not tell me people that work at Chanel even knew Manchester existed until somebody told them they had to do a fashion show here I hope they had a page dedicated to I think to Chanel Vinto. thinks that they are b- way above Manchester but they're right because Manchester it's our second right, city right country. to go there because Manchester is such a creative amazing industrious city it's one of the most exciting places in the UK I love London but Manchester is just wonderful i think it's great so i'm really glad that chanel came here and i hope that they actually believe the stuff that they said because they were they had the manchester inspirations in there they had a page about with Corrie's sign on it but it's a chanel street and they had a picture of the rovers sign and they were talking about hilda and um saying they was talking about iconic uh yeah. coronation street you know you can't talk about manchester icons especially in the pop culture um, kind of side of things without mentioning Coronation Street. But, so it's very nice I, that I they mean, did. I mean, the cynical part, part of me says somebody in, like an intern in Chanel who's never been to England Googled Manchester and just found Coronation Street and went, yeah, Hilda, yeah. Well, I, I didn't hear anything from the fashion show last night that mentioned Coronation Street at all. So it literally does seem to have just been in their little advert. But what was that? It was still very nice to them. And Corrie was the seen, looks? Corrie was taken by surprise by it. They said that they weren't contacted about it beforehand, but a, a Corrie spokesperson uh, said, um, this is a real meeting of icons. It's great to have Chanel in the city and see that they've recognised Manchester's and indeed the world's love for Coronation Street. Yeah, so, that's um, right. Well, nice I am quick and quote Chanel. there by a Corrie spokesperson. Now, they built a massive tunnel and it's called the Channel Tunnel. <laughs> the Channel Tunnel. <laughs> well, you know, it is going to... It is quite rainy at the moment, so uh, they probably needed it. I would love this. It's so cool. Yeah. I don't know what the looks were. I don't know. The Hair thing colours, is, they're, they're doing... Bayonet. They're doing loads of... um. At the moment, all the kids seem to like to want to wear 90s clothes, don't they? Well, that's what we, we were already talking about. Cassie and Hope in their 90s denim jacket. This they evening. had Kristen Stewart, Hugh Grant, Alexa Chung, Tilda Swinton, Jenna Coleman... Oh, Jenna Cole. Did actually any Coronation Street people go to it? They should have done, shouldn't they? 
<laughs> yeah, they should have got a free pass. There's an exhibition at Victoria Baths. Oh, well, there we go. We won't be going to that. Which is called Manchester Modern Past, Present, Future. Oh, well. Anyway. Until um, Sunday, I thought that was just December quite cool. Bizarre news for the week, that one. Um, so, yeah, L, 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 uh, Ellie it. Leach, how did she get on in Strictly last week? She's still in it. In fact, they're all in it, apart from Nigel Harmon, whoever he is. He had to pull out last week because of an injury. So everyone else that was still in it got a free pass to the final. That's, that's right, there is one week left of Strictly. Don't forget, you can dance. No, you can't dance. <laughs> you can't dance, you can vote in it for your favourite dancer. And, um, yeah, L, L, Ellie's uh, had another great, great dance. You didn't watch it, did you? She, just, she danced to Belle from um, Beauty and the Beast, you know, the little town song I love that song. it was great it was very good it's dance proper banging tune I love it that's that's on our car playlist rotation isn't it that little one little town it's a quiet village exactly every day Don't let me I, do a good, I do a good Gaston even if I do say so myself um, good luck Ellie you can do it be Coronation Street's first ever winner maybe I'll vote if I remember people might need to nudge me at the time to do it anyway um, um what? I just wanted to say quickly that Mark Llewellyn did his talk today. Oh, yes, today we said at, that that was going to um, happen today. At the Daisy Nook, and it, 100 people came. 100 people, that's so raising, cool. Raising, I can't find the tweet now, raising money for the Willowood Hospice. That's well what, done. Well, I would like to think that maybe at least one person who came yeah, heard about come? it on the podcast. Did anybody hear about it on the podcast and then choose to go along? That's lovely if you did. Um, I'm sure that they had a Ball. very interesting evening. Congrats, Mark, for all the money you would have yes, raised. and well done for all the stuff that you do for Corrie and doing all your talks and raising money for charity. So and your tours and everything. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of oh tours! That's... Oh. Oh, help, did, help. No. Sally Carmen did a star tour uh, at Coronation Street last week, dressed as Father Chris. Well, Mother hang Christmas. Hang on a minute. Sexy Santa, basically. Father Christmas. Okay. She didn't have the beard, but um, she put this on her Instagram. Sally Carmen loves Christmas. <laughs> she's, if you know anything about I'll tell you Sal, what, you know I that say, she's a bit of a Christmasaholic. She's, she's Manchester's answer to Mariah Carey when it comes to Christmas, right? Yeah, she exactly. really is. So um, she decided to turn up to the Corrie tour, not uh, dressed as a, for the star tour, dressed in a in a in a sexy Santa outfit, and there's some lovely pictures of her. <laughs> she's so um, festive. We we saw Sal Carmen on our. Was it our first star tour that we did there, I think? I think it might did have we? been. Oh, yes, we did. Yeah, we did. It was, it was summer board. last year. Oh, my God. Um, she was not dressed as Santa Claus then, because it was in the middle of the summer. But um, no, I would... I'm going to If we'd have been there last week and she'd come out again, I, I don't think died. I'd have said, oh, no, not her again. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing I love it and I, I was I was, um, I sent her a few messages a couple of days ago and said did, did they ask you to come dressed as that and she's like nope I decided to go good there myself you. dressed yeah, as good Christmas <laughs> it's Christmas you only get it brilliant. One, once a year absolutely brilliant make the most of it I say yeah well done Sal Carmen no but I, 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 all the other people are like god damn it yeah because I think the star <laughs> tours are happening this weekend um, am I going to have to wear a, an outfit yeah, what would yeah. you dress up as if you had to go? If um, you were a star on Corrie. What, for Christmas? Yeah. Uh, I think you'd be a good reindeer. Do you reckon? What do you want to be? Uh, An elf? Grinch. A Grinch? <laughs> Maybe. Um, no. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what Christmas outfits are there. I mean, Father Christmas is fairly standard, isn't it? But I don't think I could compete with Sally Carmen's. 
You wouldn't be Certainly a good Certainly not sexy in the sexy sense. sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that. She might lend you the outfit. Yeah, thanks. Mm. I, I quite okay, right. We've got to move on. We now. must move on. We are going to do some feedback. Let's do some feedback. Let's go. It's feedback time. Before we go into it, we have made an executive decision. Have we? I've made an executive decision. <laughs> so Michael, what? Nothing. That's, this is funny. Michael's very that's, often that's, that's how our marriage starts works. falling asleep <laughs> during this bit I said because I'm you're old. so tired because it's very late. Yeah, and but we I'm very really old. love everybody that writes in, and we love reading your emails. But ongoing, we're going to have to start editing down some of them. Okay, so we're going to take a couple of key points from longer emails and if you think we picked the wrong one, you're going to have to do your own editing. That's all (laughs) I'm saying. We're going to pick some key points, uh, different things from different people. So try and keep the the length down so that Michael can get to bed earlier because you're burning the candle at both ends now, aren't you? I am a little... What do you mean? I've always burned the candle at both ends. I know, but you, it's ends, catching up with me now. It's really catching up with me so now. So we do and appreciate everybody... To, more, to edit the podcast. Please do always write morning. in. Um, yes, don't stop writing But we're not, we're not going to read out every, necessarily everything. No, I, I will be sad if we stop getting emails. So don't feel we sorry love all, we love all your re- We love all your emails, but yeah. we're just going to cut them down a little bit. So, what? Nothing. You can email us at conversationstreet yeah, yeah, at gmail.com if you want to take yeah, part. And you can also do a voice message if you want to. Now, the average or score... review us on iTunes and then we'll read that out too. On the Facebook group. Last week was 2.88. That's not very good, is it? It's low. So, Joanne gave it three and a half cups of lavender oil tea. <laughs> Richard gave it three tats of Brian's nan. And Fiona gave it two new boyfriends that are wadded, drive a Merc and have a more expensive watch than the one Lauren got for Max out of five. Yes. Thanks everybody else that voted, but we can't give all your scores, otherwise it's just going to make me go to bed even later. Chris um, sent a message related to our uh, Patreon episodes this month, which was well, the last month, which was the uh, top five disgraces to the medical profession, and he says um, he can't believe that um, there wasn't an honourable mention for the completely unqualified Dr. Kenneth Barlow. <laughs> Last seen slumbered in Blackpool B&B in 2019. He Shameful re- admission, Referring, of course, to Jude Appleton. Very um, good. Under the guise um, of uh, Dr. Kenneth Barlow. I don't think he's in the medical profession. I don't think he counts. He said that he um, he agreed with our number one, which was... Um, who did we say in the end? Did we, did we go with old... Uh, actually, we'd better not say it because... No, it's a secret. Because our, our, we, do, we want one We're time our patrons free. to be given away. Yeah, to yeah. finding out. Yeah. But um, yeah, thank you for pointing that one out. That's very funny. Don't forget, Patreon, join us. Patreon.com slash Conversation Street. Uh, very reasonable rates. <laughs> Again, very um, reasonable like bonus episodes once a month. old episodes all there ready and waiting for you. One free one a uh, month and also this month because it's December the end of the month all of the money goes to a charity or charities of our selection and because it's also December the bonus podcast for this month will be a top five scenes of the year very exciting so exciting it's, it's like an extra added bonus to the awards it is, it is yeah right next marry her Dudley 
she always, she, he, I don't really know, always, sorry, um, always um, comments on our YouTube videos, oh, often with I quite lengthy comments. Um, or, Thank you. Or, or, or no, sorry, or maybe it's not a YouTube, sorry, maybe I'm wrong, maybe it's Instagram that she comments we on. We get some but I don't often from Spotify, think, but I don't know how to do Yeah, I, I don't often think to look in those places, but I, I made, okay, I well, made a point to do it this week. And, uh, and they said, I know what you're saying about Chesney, Gemma. I'm just, I did, she didn't actually say Gemma, I'm just putting it in there. But I'm from up northwest, and I know so many Chesneys, I feel sorry for you. The voice, the personality, it is super accurate. It wouldn't be realistic if they had him jolly. There are loads of people around here who don't crack a smile and act 20 years older than they are. Well, I agree with you. Well, I didn't I thought say it was unrealistic. Well, I was supposed to be all friendly and warm-hearted and, and excellent at... Um... They're honest, down-to-earth, funny, kind-hearted. That's, what, that's what's what I've been led to Not believe. like us down here. Well, just because everyone's a bit of a Chesnoy, uh, uh, Chesnoy. Ches- Chesnoy up north, it doesn't mean that they need to make Chesney a Chesney. Oh, no, honestly... I don't agree. No, no, no. I think Chesneys should be in the show, but I just hate him. <laughs> and it's I think just... it's right. I think there are loads of people like him. Like I said last week, the difference between Chesney that's it's currently showing on ITV3 and a new Chesney is night and day. They're showing at the moment the um, the scenes on ITV3 where... Rita gives him a clip round the yeah, ear. Yeah, I've watched and, uh, that with you. Silla is um, so suing. It's brilliant. I love it. Silla in her early days is absolutely despicable. I, I I can't remember whether I hated her. I, I mean, I suppose I didn't have that much of an opinion because this was being shown when I was living in France, so I didn't get to see proper early early Silla. Uh, but she was so so evil. It, but really, really watchable. Not the sort of, oh, I hate her, I just don't want her on. I, I really, really love watching her. Wendy Peters played her so, so perfectly. She's brilliant. Right, um, Tasnia Gemma. Now, you did a bit of research based on this email. I didn't earlier, do very didn't much research. I was trying I to watch it, Coronation Street at the same time. So Tasnia's been saying about, has been telling us about benefits, thinking, well, why isn't Gemma and Chesney going after them? She says a family like um, the Winter Browns would get child tax credit, working tax credit, PIP for Alid, maybe even marriage allowance. I don't think marriage allowance is a thing. Well, nobody's told us about it. I think I looked into it when I got married because I thought we'd we get, get a some tax backdated, break. Please? And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> they didn't get rid of it. No wonder nobody wants to get married. Um, she says, my knowledge on this isn't as up to date as it could be, but um, it, that's more or less what they'd get. Also, Gemma is out of work, so why is she not applied for universal credit? Um, surely that's the first thing you do, not to mention that a family like that will qualify for the few hundred quid the government are giving to help with the cost of living. I don't know about any of this stuff, so this is really interesting. Thank you um, for, for writing in and letting us know. I, I guess I know that it exists, but I never think about it. Um, I feel Corey, um, the email continues, are afraid to go into this because people have such a snobby attitude to being on benefits. I know they recently had Paul applying for PIP, but it doesn't usually have anything against that because a person doesn't choose to be ill. Whereas in the case of a child benefit, for example, there will always be someone saying, well, you chose to have kids. The point is, none of that matters. They're entitled and they should get it. They probably only do that as a a storyline if someone was trying to cheat the system. This is what annoyed me when they brought out the cap on how many kids you could claim benefits for. Because they did it to people that had already had the kids. Mm. I understand if you're going to say, right, next year or how many years from now, we're going to introduce something whereby if you have any more kids after that point, you can't get benefits for them. But they, as I recall, I'm pretty sure they went, no, if you've got three kids now, sorry, you're only getting benefits for two of them. I can't remember. What an awful thing to do to people. I don't know. But I, I looked into this because yeah. I, I was curious because, like I said, there's a cap. If you have two children, those you can only get 
benefits for two. Right. But because Gemma and Chesney had a quads, they get benefits for all of them. This is quite an unusual situation because normally when you have a multiple birth, if it's your third... I explained this to you earlier better, didn't mm. I? It's all right. You're doing, you're doing a good job. If you... if if it's your third child, you it doesn't count for that first third child, and then any ones over the top of that count as a multiple birth. Right. So if you had twins as your third child, you get none, none for the first twin, and then money for the second twin. Right. But because they had their kids in the second child slot, so Joseph was kid number one, kid number two counts for the first quad, and then the other three get it too, because it's a multiple birth. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you worked out how much they, get they lo- would get? They would get loads. I didn't do a very good job of writing this in, but there is a website called Entitled To, which is... <laughs> what? No, that's just... No. What's funny about it? People should know. Yeah, it just makes me think, you know, people can be entitled to other in, in, in other ways. I don't get it. Well, like Carla's stomping up down the gym oh, and saying, hang on a minute. You, yeah, anyway. Why didn't my nephew get a job at your gym? I mean, in my very clumsy... Yeah, what did you roughly weigh? Well, it's it about a grand and a half, or up to up to eighteen hundred pounds. Well, that's not um, to be sniffed at. And I didn't do it properly, and I don't know if that's right. It probably is more, or I don't know, but I'm I'm going to say I didn't know what their living situation was, or many of the other important details that you need to know to work it out, like council tax, etc. I didn't know if they owned their own home. If I don't assume they are renting it, but who from? Because council and private are two different things. Mm. Um, but I think, I think they're renting. But even so, oh, no, sorry, I think it's a council house. Even so, they should but just mention that they they have some kind of help from the government because if they were just living off of Chesney's income, I can't imagine he earns more than twenty five grand a year as a manager at a kebab shop. So he's got some responsibility, but not lots. Um, you know, Dev's not paying more than he has to, is he? No. <laughs> um, they couldn't live off that with five kids no. for a start, because I looked into like what 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 the um what's the cost of living so they must be for a family. Then. What's the cost of living for a family in Manchester, not including rent, is about two and a half thousand pounds or more for a family of four. Right, and they've got more than that. Yeah, and they have to pay rent on top. So even if they did get benefits, they would still struggle. But it does well, really got... feel like they don't want to ever admit that Gemma and Chesney get help from anywhere. They've got ever. Bernie bringing some money in. They have, well, not at the moment, obviously, where they're locked up, but they have had Bernie bringing money in. So It's hard enough as it is. Mm. I don't know how... Well, Tasnia carries on in her email saying that it's odd the, the way that Curry goes about showing people getting jobs and sometimes they don't. Like She says, well, you know, has Simon ever had um, a proper stable job? Um, why doesn't um, you can read why it don't, out why don't people read I, just, I, just didn't I know you're trying to summarise it but you're not doing anything why, why don't people get their jobs online why are they always going, going to the job <laughs> centre how on earth did Ryan get headhunted to run a whole company's social media he's, you know, he's a quite a big big face in the fitness world or See, something online I don't know Tasnia says at the end uh, I'm not saying that being on benefits will solve Gemma and Chesney's problems it most likely wouldn't but if they mentioned it once it'd be enough like the benefits aren't enough and they keep cutting it. Yes, exactly. I'm glad that you agree. They, they, and I do agree with you, Tasnia. It is weird w- w- how they 
They'd, but then again, the way that they deal with jobs on Coronation Street, let's dumb. be fair, is just somebody saying, I need a job. a job. Oh, I've got a job going at the factory. They don't or... do trial periods anymore. I think we showed yeah, them they out do a little bit. Um, do, you, do you fancy a job? Like People are very rarely out of work for more than a couple of episodes because vacancies just fall out of the sky. For a, fa- for a show that prides itself on working class roots... I feel like they don't concern themselves with the nitty gritty of what it really means to be working class and in poverty, which is odd because the the amount of people that are in poverty every year grows and it's shameful. Well, Gemma, lest we forget, they did have a very, very well done story about Sean and his homelessness a few years ago. Click his heels together and he's back home with Dorothy. Mm -hmm. Well, we... (laughs) We haven't. We didn't have that story this week, did we? Nothing about the, the bullying teens and Sean. I feel like sometimes when I say this about Corey, like, oh, Corey's supposed to be about working class Northern families, and they don't. They, everyone's middle class and owns their own business and home. I always feel like somebody from Corey's listening, thinking, oh, we never said it was working class. We never said it was like that. Blah blah blah. The same way that I used to have a friend who worked at McDonald's, and she told me that when they used to get told by a customer that they were taking too long and they're supposed to be a fast food restaurant. They were supposed to say, we're not a fast food restaurant, we're a family restaurant. Mm-hmm. Do you not think that they've kind of lost their mission statement somewhere? Yes, maybe a little bit. Does anybody who is in a position of being working class look at Corrie and see anyone that they recognise? Yeah, that would be interesting that, to you know. You know what I mean? You... Is but it, yeah, then, is it... even from the very start of Corrie, there, were, there was snobbery even amongst the, that group of people where they used to look down on like the real poor, the poorest of mm. them, like Stan and Hilda were always a joke because they didn't have money and yeah. it was always Stan's fault. And they used to blame him for being because he was a lazy arsehole. Yeah, that um, that dog dog pulling Terry seems a bit like he he looks like he goes to the dog. There's and just nobody. Yeah, there's just nobody contemptible or or kind of like it feels like it's never acknowledged that people make their own problems worse on Coronation Street. It's always down to some kind of nebulous not their fault kind of thing. Mm. But like Stan and Hilda were great because Stan just made everything worse all the time. Scylla mm. and Les, like they were both horrible. Yeah. And yeah. they and they deserved everything they got. Where's that equivalent? Mm. But then that's not very good uh, champion of the working class, is it? <laughs> just, but yeah, Tasnia's right. Rebecca has said um, she doesn't mind Lauren, but I don't want her going back to Max in a relationship and I'm concerned she's using Sabrina to get closer to him. I did wonder why she was wearing a medical face mask when they were playing Operation. I think it was just for the bants. Just for the props, wasn't it? And I have confirmed this is, that was Lauren's 18th birthday party yeah. last year. I think they this could have pulled out the stops. Week. Last week, sorry. I think they could have uh, pulled out the stops a little bit more. Um, I think we will meet Lauren's so-called boyfriend soon, but she's just using him for cash. So you, Rebecca thinks there is a real person, just one person i don't think that i don't think that she's using him I'm i don't think the there is a boyfriend the other way around but where's the watch and the necklace coming they're just, from they're just gifts from from punters oh yeah 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 so there is somebody but yeah just having a punt from john's mm. um i know the lingo uh she also says she's bored with the ryan and crystal storyline and i just want daniel to find out the truth and then we can have daisy tears well daniel found out the truth we didn't get no daisy tears this week no um, character of the week for Rebecca last week was Ed and um, she gave it three dead fly pies out of five. 
Nancy says, I was surprised that Chesney could be so calm about the possibility of his children going to care. It's almost like he's forgotten his own childhood. He's probably just like a bit of respite. It sounds quite good to me. Yeah, just get rid of him. I expected him to defend Gemma. I hope Gemma gets the help she deserves for the kids. Will they find out why Joseph's been sick for weeks other than ingesting lavender oil by accident? That, That didn't go anywhere this week really, did it? I was glad that Ed went to the gambler support group. I think Ed's family's reaction to his gambling will be mixed and will split the family for a while. Good point. I hope Sarge helps Ed out. I've watched Des- I've watched Desmond's on YouTube. Oh, so you're yeah. pork pie. Yeah. Um, Simon needs to have a storyline, she says. Well, Nancy, th- we got that I think wish. I think this is about it. I don't think we're going to get more than this. I'd, you know, I'd, I'd still will always say... I don't want to. Lots of people say get rid of Simon online. I don't. No, think, don't give him a chance. I think give him a chance. He's he hasn't a Barno. He is a proper legacy character. I don't think yes. he needs to be thrown aside. And no. I think maybe. I don't maybe know, he I... needs to go away and come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't be against that. But I think yeah. You know, go and find himself. Give him a girlfriend. Give him a proper job. I. Go on, go on. Um, she gives this week's episode three low flying pigeons out of five and the character of the week is Gemma. There we go. Thank you, Gemma. Thank you, your... Nancy. Thank you, Rebecca. And thank, thank you, everybody. everybody else who wrote in. Yeah, brilliant. Um, so next week we have got the Conversation Street Award nominations. I still don't know which day it's going to come out. Like I say, it's probably Tuesday or Thursday. Um, it depends. Um, get your voting fingers ready. We still haven't completely tied down who the nominations will be, especially like the Aki Thump. I've got no idea who we're going to have for the nominees for that. Oh, um, I want Brian I need... and, and Daniel to have a fight. Well, they've got about two days to do Better it, Gemma, up. otherwise it's not going to happen. Um, but, but don't worry, if they have a fight later on, we'll just put it into the nominations for next year. Um, I don't know if anyone's still listening, but if you know anything about benefits, how much do you think Gemma and Chesney would actually get? Let me know. You just told me. I don't. I think it's wildly inaccurate. Well, it doesn't matter. Um, and also, there is hopefully going to be a second bonus podcast next week as well. Um, I will say no What's more that? about that. What? What's that? I, you know. I don't know. You never know. Think about what else we might be doing. Next oh week. yeah, yeah. I, know. I know. Gemma it's a knows. Secret. Gemma okay, knows. Okay, thank Not you for everybody. Patreon and everything for everyone. For listening. Yeah, um, get in touch. Give us an email. Find us on Twitter and YouTube and Facebook and Spotify and Patreon and if all uh, all the social media. Places. Radio Times people get in touch with me. Chanel people, please send me something. I would like just, a handbag. I'd like a magazine with a picture of Chanel. No, I want a handbag. Um, I just want a magazine. What else is there to say? Please leave us a nice review. Go and vote um, for Ellie Leach on oh, Strictly Come Dancing. Spotify Don't forget Raps. to watch Charlie DeMello on Doctor Who tomorrow night. I can't believe that Spotify Wrapped, the people who were in our top percentage are obviously too afraid of being outed as complete nerds because we definitely didn't get that many people with the high percentages. And it is based on a percentage, isn't it? It's not like there's going to be... There's going to be the top fan. Who's the top fan? Who is? Who's the t- you're, listen- you're listening now. You must be. Unless you're dead and your phone's just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Old episodes. That's possible. Right, right, anyway, I hope you get back soon. See you next week Bye. for more Coronation Street goodness. Well, I hope it's going to be good. Podcast will be good, even if Curry's not. But let's hope it is, everybody. Ta-ta. Ta-ra. The music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com. <laughs>